Welcome back to the village of Jairus in the north of the realm and the party are heading from the encampment where the military were to the um, uh, the front gates um, and I think as the four of you move through this town it is relatively early it is um somewhere between 10 and 11 a.m um you had spoken to guinness who had said that he was traveling uh this morning to kira in the south and that he was willing to um take you along as a set of guards again uh with the same kind of deal that you had before um your plan was to take up that deal but first you had a few things to collect you had to head to the bakery and collect some cookies for the armorer uh who ha has your gauntlet fix and has some armor that has been fitted to your measurements will um uh but guinness is leaving at 11 and you had said the armor told you to return around lunchtime around midday um and so as each of you heads towards the uh, the gates, first, can I get you all to roll me a D100? And second, um, can you... Uh, in fact, no, let me see what you roll here. 26, 8, 63, 14. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I think it's probably quite, uh, easy to spot the, um, the dwarf Guinness. Um, you can see that he seems to have finished packing his, um, two carts. Uh, he has a, a length of rope that he is fiddling with as you guys approach. You can see that both of the carts, they look about as full as they were before, but it seems as if maybe he's, um, sold and uh, purchased some new items um, but it's kind of the same deal two carts filled with um, the two horses on there um, and I think probably as you guys are approaching uh, he messing with this rope brings it down off of the um, the second cart which has the sort of sandy colored horse Stella on it and turns to each of you and says oh hey look at that just in time Morning, Guinness. How was hey. your stay? Oh, you know, it wasn't that great, to be honest. Uh-oh. Oh, hoping to make a Trouble. few more... Uh... No, I thought people would be more interested in some of these here wares. Hmm. Times are hard for a lot of people. I might have to take this all the way to Gefreda. Wasn't in my plan. What, uh... What are you doing here? Hopefully you're uh, looking for a job. Well, we'd be willing to join you. Um, but we need some time. Time? How long? Hour. Hour. Can All you right. wait that long? But for the beast, eh? Hey, that's better than this little muggins I was going to bring along. He turns around and points at just a, a peasant boy. No older than probably 12, um, standing there, no shoes on his feet. Fuck off! The kid looks, all right, sorry! And he runs up. Perfect. We were going to die on the road with him. 
Yeah, I can I can promise you it's a better idea to bring us along than him. Aye. Oh, it's gonna be For less daylight reasons. though, I think. What makes you think that? Started up a bit later today. Sun rose only an hour ago. Well, if we have to pick up the pace to make up for it, then so be it. I apologize for the delay. We have business in town that's going to take another... Hopefully no more than an hour to complete. We just need to run and pick some stuff up from a merchant. Aye, that's fine, that's fine. Did you finish your work? We did. Hmm, you get what you're looking for? <sighs> Not quite, but at the very least we've been pointed in the right direction. That's a nice new cloak. Um, Guinness rushes towards you, fire, and grabs at your cloak, his his hands pulling at it. He looks it up and down. Oh, look at that. That's fine work, that. That is, what is that? Is that Elvin? Where you go? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I... I bought it. Give me a deception um. check. <laughs> <laughs> A 12 against Guinness is, is. Let's roll the dice for Guinness. Um, he seems to just accept what you're saying. Oh, right. Hey, hey, of course. Hey, where'd you get that, though? Who sells a cloak like that in last hair town? Oh, I thought I knew um, all. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this place. I can't remember the name of the store, but yeah. You can run uh, in and try and find it if you want. Just... That was the old Billy's work. Look at that. No, oh, yeah. his old hands are shake too much to get that. So I think you must have bought it. How much was that? Mm -hmm. Oh, so much. I, j I can't recall. But it was, yeah, it was a lot, you know. Aye, aye. Well, um, I suppose do you want any cookies? Cookies? Do you like cookies? cookies? Aye, I'll take a cookie. We're going to go get, well, we're going to go get them. So, oh, uh, right. Well, yeah, we'll uh, bring you a couple. Hey, yeah, you can do that if you'd like. Um, a little hard up for coin, though. So, um, we'll cover. Uh, it's yeah, it's a gift. Oh, I'll I'll have three. Okay. Wow. Hey, Ta. All right, I'll wait around then. But we don't want to be late. Too late. Don't fancy traveling by dark. Beginning half day, but let me tell you something. This road is not my favorite. You have a herd of the Muin tribe. You had run-ins with them. Oh, sir, I have. Bastards. They'll bite your fingers, or Bite your fingers? Aye, cannibals. Right. Crazy bastards. Eat them. Yeah. They'll eat them. They'll bite them we off. don't run with people eat. who eat people. No, let's eat them first. Oh. Right, right, that's the attitude to have. Right? We don't I mess mean, with oh. you. He's Maybe. kidding. Sorry, mm -hmm. I was just thinking out loud. Oh no, I'll well, send you in. You can burn them all to a crisp. I have told many stories about you. Your legend grows every day. Well, hopefully not too big. The legend of Merlin, the mm. dark psychopath of fire. Okay. That's right. I like that. And I told three bards of your story, Merlin. Oh, mm. you don't say. I told five nice birds of the beast's story. Mm. They slayed 14 ogres with one strike. 
He leapt from the back of a cart, and by moonlight, a glint from his giant sword, he come crashing down, cleaving even by giant. in two. That's exactly how I remember it. Fourteen ogres yeah. split in half, and their bodies sucked into the ground. The beast. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, me? Yeah, I definitely, definitely did all that. I said... Uh, I saw it. Well, I mentioned that there was an elf called Fire with him. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Accurate. Mm. And a witch. You travel with a dark sorceress. A hag. A hag. A hag. Controlled, enamored by the beast's power. Mm. I, yeah. I like this. That she loved him. Mm -hmm. But they could never be together. Right, well, we should be going well, now. She was I no, 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 he's just... No, 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 he's just getting to the good part. Yeah, Do continue. can we keep going? I turn and leave. details. <laughs> All right, see you now. Okay, well, great. We'll see you then. Me? Did, the, did the elf have eight feet of snowy white hair trailing behind her everywhere she went? Should add that. <laughs> I'll add it. And then you guys are heading to the bakery. I can't remember if you found the bakery before, did you? Uh, we went past it. You did? Closed. I remember you pointed it out to us at some point. Yeah. I think. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, you can head up towards where the uh, the bakery is. Um, I think when you found it, it was closed. That was it. And now you are uh, uh, heading over there. You can see... Um, it's uh, another very simple-looking uh, kind of wood-build um, building with these um, dark tiles that sit across a roof. The whole thing is is old and kind of weather-worn. Um, could do with a lick of paint, but it's uh, it's very clearly a, a bakery. With the door open, you can see that two or three people, um, as you approach it, uh, Head out of the doorway, a fresh loaf of bread, um, underarm, and uh, you guys step into a very simple-looking um, uh, and small shop front with the smell of fresh bread um, coming out from a, a, a furnace in the in the back room. There's a pretty small-looking um, woman, a human woman, standing handing uh bread out and, and aligning some of these bits and pieces you can actually see that they have um several small looking cakes as well as um cookies that are pretty much all the same um kind style of cookie they look like they might be oat and chocolate with um uh a bunch of small little uh cakes next to it and then for the most part they seem to just be selling loaves of bread um for the for the basic townsfolk um, as you step in, she probably gives you an odd look, actually. Let me roll another dice. Um, yeah, she, uh, kind of looks you up and down. I don't think you need to roll any insight checks to tell that she, uh, uh, kind of is a little startled to see the four of you stepping in. Again, you guys are a bit of a sight in this town. You, probably if you saw yourselves on the road, you wouldn't necessarily jump to bandit, but you definitely wouldn't write it off. Um... The fact that you're armored and you're wearing these these clothes and while you're at the moment you're relatively clean um some of your clothing's probably a little um dirty and maybe bloodstained and charred 
Um, she gives you kind of a once up and down and then just says, um, Hello. Can I help you? Yeah, we'd, um, we'd like to buy some cookies, please. Fresh. Oh, yes. Oh, well, yeah, that's of course. How many would you like? I'm leaning on the counter. Just being intimidating because it's funny to me. It's funny to me that she's scared. Uh, 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 how many have you got? Uh, 15? 15? Yeah, 15. Oh, well, um, there. Let's see if we've got 15 here. Uh, roll me a d20. This isn't how many she has. This is just okay. whether <laughs> she has 15 or not. 15. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she counts through and says, oh, I'm, I'm afraid we don't have 15. We only have 10. Oh, um, well, I can bake up some more if you'd like. Uh, how long will that take? Um, a little while. Harris, how long for more for more cookies? There's a moment before you hear. Shut up, woman. Um, it'll be uh, a little a little while, I would imagine. We have the oats for more cookies. If you were to cook up another bag, we need fifteen. Fifteen? You're having a laugh. Um. I'm afraid the, uh, fine. the baker fine. is uh, rather stressed out today. Uh, something happening? Oh, well, we actually, um, we, we, a terrible, awful dwarf that comes by and he, uh, well, his prices went up and it's quite pissed off my husband, Harris. Oh, I see. Yes. The dwarf has come into a great deal of wares and so believes that they're Cost of oats should go up as well. Right. You know, in my experience, having a great deal of wares does not make people want to buy them any more than they did before. It's precisely what Harris said, but then the dwarf seems to claim that he now has a full monopoly on it because all the other merchants have died in a horrific fire caused by a dragon that he himself defeated at some point. Oh. Mm. Wow. Did he mention, um, like a, a cool elf? Or... No, but he does have a new bodyguard. Oh. Mm. The famed oh. beast. Yeah, man. Okay. I keep wow. hearing about this fellow. Yes. Yeah. It's like so, it's all uh, we hear about, you know. Well, here are your ten cookies. Uh, Wrapped thank up. you. Um, what do I owe you? That's uh, ten silver pieces or a, or a gold piece. And over a gold. <laughs> thank Thanks. you very much. Do you good want doing some business. Of these cakes, Merlin. Some cakes or... Marlon didn't like sugar. Um, yeah, no, not no, very no. often a young man like really... yourself doesn't like sugar, but at least you'll keep all of your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly you so. Don't you don't want them to rot out of your head. What's that then? Yeah. It's a beard, is it? That's a nice little... Uh, I thought it was part of his cloak. It's a real beard? It, it is. Oh dear, what on earth happened? He's... I'm a gnome. Oh my! Sorry, I haven't... It's been so long since... Uh, my sincerest apologies. Here, have a cake. He hands you a cake. He's 640 years old. 640 years that, old. Oh, I will take the cake. Oh, there you though. go. There's they, a, they, they, take that as an apology and a birthday cake. Mm. It's my birthday. Yes. Oh, is it? Oh. See, he's so old, he's starting to lose track. I just... Yeah. Because you're very old, so you've had many birthdays and I've missed them all. Oh, uh, very kind of you. Thank you. Yes, yeah, thank you. 
Technically, you've missed all of our birthdays. Hi. Hmm? Right, well, Lovely um... Fresh our luck, are we? Yes, if you don't mind, there's a, actually a small queue building up behind you. Is there anything else? Okay. Oh. No, no that, that'll be all. Thank you very much. Best and, hope uh, they're not all here for cookies. Oh, well, you know, first come, first served, early bird gets the cookie. Mm-hmm. Not ten of them. Fortunately, Thank how you. it goes. Good day! Good day. Okay, good day. Where are you going next? What's the plan? Smith. Off to the smith? Yeah. That was dangerously close to a normal shopping encounter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, um... Head uh, back towards um, towards the uh, front gate, uh, but not quite as far along as that. There is a uh, a blacksmith's. Um, once again, the the very distinct sound of somebody hammering um, metal on an anvil. The smell of um, uh, thick smoke uh, approach approaches you as you approach the blacksmith and um the door is open but it's like ajar um it's not open and inviting necessarily but as you approach this little kind of cottage with this enormous chimney on the top you can see that it is uh you know this this woman who i think told you her name but her name was elise said uh has left the door open After you, Will. Alright, was retrieving my notes. Yes, I'll uh, go ahead and walk in. See if she's around. Yeah, you step in. Um, you hear, like, the, the sound of... As some boiling metal hits some cool water. Um, as you do so, this very, very large, sort of six-foot muscular, but extremely elderly woman, Elise, turns around... Um, glances back over her shoulder and then does a double take. Oh, hello. Good morning. Oh, oh you're just in time. I was hoping you'd say that. Um, it's just a small matter of payment. Um, uh, they brought you the cookies? Oh, yes. Come, bring me one of those cookies quickly. Bring them over to her. I hand mm. over seven. Oh, well... We need one, dear. Oh, you asked for cookies, plural. So. Yes, well, I was going to give the rest to you, you understand. You've brought friends as well. Hello. Thank nice you. to meet you. Thank you. Hello, Hello sir. Yeah. Right. Um, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yes, that was, that was it. Right, I've been working on several things overnight. Now, this is very interesting. Um, if you could come over here, my dear. Okay. Yes. Um, if you could just hold your hands out like this, so that I can just double check. Uh... I've measured it correctly. Uh, uh... My arm is injured, and... Oh, all the better. I find it hard to hold it out like hmm. that. Yes. So I, I can give you this hand. Mm, yes, but it was measured for the other one, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah, will be fine. I'll have to make sure you... that I'll see this one then, if you don't mind just holding out your... I'll just... Yeah. I'll hold my hand up to you to, like, put our hands, like, to measure to see. I'll just see if mine's the same. Uh, no, it Similar will, enough? will not, absolutely will not work on you. How many spells can you cast? 
I was just measuring hand size. There's to none. See if I could you can't cast any okay. spells, can you? I can okay. tell. Can I? I can always tell a spell weaver. Oh, you can. Oh, you can. Yes, we've got a spell weaver here, a spell weaver here, and a spell weaver here. Mm, can I I'm tell if she knows out of spite. something? Of yeah, give me an insight check. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see if she knows something is up and is trying to force us onto the spot here. Here, fire! You need this. With the twenty-one, my insight. She knows something's up. She, you can tell uh, she's yeah. she's up, she's up to something. She can sense and something. Okay, that that being the case, then I'll I'll step forward and kind of right up next to Fire and Fix and say, some matters are best just left alone. Nothing against you, but oh, well, privacy we... there would be appreciated. Yes, well, it's just that I assumed that you'd want your gauntlet to work. Um, well, I'm... How could it have changed greatly from what it looked like last night? It fit Do you fine, want us then? to leave, Fix? Do you want us to step out? No. It's a matter of privacy? No, you can stay. I'll begrudgingly bring out my other arm. Oh, yes, as I expected. Right, so... Do you speak what did, wait, what does that? What does that mean? What? As you expected. What does that mean? Well, I don't know what it is that you do, or how, necessarily, but if you think I haven't spent all these years learning how to create armor for all different types of people with all different abilities, then you've got another thing coming. And, uh, hmm. Yes, that's exactly what I thought it might be. Do you do you speak Yotan? As a sort of giantish, or... Perhaps the, the the core language. No, no, I don't. All right. Well, repeat after me. Manaz. Manaz. Lagoos. Lagoos. Algies. Algies. Right. Yes. And uh, when you put this on, she brings out the gauntlet. It looks almost exactly the same. Um, however, she's clearly uh, inscribed something along the top, just above where the knuckles would be. And uh, he says, when you put that on, um, give it a half a day or so for it to attune to your particular needs. And then uh, simply speak those words and that references those runes there. You'll see here this one. That is uh, Manu's. That, that, that is the self, you understand. So it's going to draw... From you, Lagoos is the flow that'll pull from from you in order to create Algis, which is protection. The runes look a little like this, um, just to give you an idea of what it does actually say on there. And in Nordic slash part Jotun slash part core tribe, these are the um, runes that are along the top. She says. Um, yes, but quickly try it on to, to the arm, though. You might putting it on just to check that it does actually fit. Uh, um, it, it's safe, right, Manon? Can I quickly detect magic? You want to detect magic, the spell, or you want to uh, well, um, check it over with your abilities and skills and knowledge? Yeah, I, I think I want to go over it with, uh, with my... Well, no, my knowledge. Give me an arcana With check. My smarts. Okay. Smarts. With my smarts. Smart. Smart. 
Oh, I'm not Ooh. feeling so smart today. This is, this is gonna kill her. She puts this on her arm, she's gonna die, <laughs> is your first thought, but then probably you're not sure. Oh, uh, well, um, hmm. this is a little uh, beyond me, uh, fix. Um, good, good luck. Uh, he just, uh, you know, hats. I. Very simple enchantment and, and, and rune here. It should be able to draw from whatever innate uh, um, spellcasting ability you have. And, uh, and, and it'll enhance the gauntlet. And it should, in theory, um, provide you with a, a sort of extra layer of protection. Dex, I do seem to recall you encouraging me to try on the experimental magic armor myself. So now you're stuck in the boat with me. You're not wrong there. I'll try the gauntlet on. It does fit. Uh, it fits the same as it did before. The elements of it that were broken have been uh, fixed. Um, there are links and things that are allowing the joints to move a little... Um, probably better than they have in some time, uh, especially the last week or so. Uh, it also seems to be cleaned. Um, the inside feels as if it's been washed as well. The whatever lining is in there, feels a little softer. Um, and it has this uh, rune along the uh, the top here. As you put it on, there's a, a sensation of it um, uh, holding to your arm for a moment, um, almost as if while you put the, the gauntlet on, it, it kind of feels you out as well. Um, this is an imbued gauntlet, and I'm going to send it to you on Discord uh, in our group here. Uh, specifically, uh, warlocks wearing this gauntlet are able to channel their demonic energy into it. Um, passively while wearing the gauntlet, the user has plus one to AC and strength. So as long yeah, as this is on you. This one now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the, but this is going to kick in uh, later on today yeah. um, as you are attuning to it. Um, and only while it's on you. Um, it actually probably feels uh, less like a gauntlet now and more like just an extension of your arm the longer this sits on your um, your icy hand. Um, she kind of checks you over and checks it definitely fits, checks dexterity of the fingers and thumb um, and, and ensures that you can close a fist. Um, you see her kind of running a finger across these runes, but she seems to be happy with it. She says, it's a very, very ancient magic, and I, I'm not quite sure how they all work, these runes. I just I just kind of committed them to memory. Um, that one I learned from the the elder of the core tribe himself. Um, so, oh. Uh, uh, oh, good luck. Thank you. You! And she turns to you, Will. Now, on to the main event. This was very interesting for me. She grabs you by the hand. Um, again, she's huge. And as she grabs you, you realize that she's also unfathomably strong. Um, this very old woman um, starts pulling you back around the back of the, uh, the, um, the forge. Um, and sitting on a stand, you can see a set of armor. She says this. I call... The armor of the dark wolf. And she looks you up and down. A suitably menacing name, I suppose. Yes. Right there. So That's what draws the magical energy from this thing. Make sure it is not harmed. 
She points to the center of it where there's that image of the wolf, um, which is exactly the same as the cloudy wolf from Final Fantasy VII. If you don't know what that looks like, chat, you'll be pleased to know that it looks like this. Um, uh, the medallion that you were given um, as a sign of respect from the orc is sat um, in the center of this thing, in the center of the chest plate of this armor. And um, she moves you over to it and kind of looks back and forth at you checking to see how it would fit. This is plate armor, so this thing is big. It looks very big, Will. Like this, I, I don't know if your character has been wearing plate armor before or has ever worn any, but this looks extremely large um she looks it up and down and says i won't lie um i try hmm. actually what about if i tell you what and she turns around and she grabs a stick from the side and says here take this right um stand back everyone strike the armor not too hard just try to strike it not too hard. Yes. I do hope it can stop a stick. I'll probably have more dangerous things coming at me on the road, and I'll smack it with the stick. As you hit it with, with the stick, half-hearted strike. Yeah. Since she said not too hard, you uh, you hit it with this with this stick, and um, you feel as the 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 stick strikes the the metal of the plate, there is a, a pushback, like almost as if you are hit by a gust of um, wind. You're hand in particular is is hit backwards and it almost loosens its grip on the stick you get the feeling that um that the amount of effort that you would put in might have a might uh, adjust it she says ah, you see yes. anybody who is not um, is not uh not good enough is uh is not trained is not um, able will uh will really suffer coming up against one wearing this. But there's nothing I can do about the weight. That's as light as it gets. That's fine. I'm accustomed to carrying quite a bit around. I don't well, think if anybody asks you, I didn't much. make it. It might be one of the most beautiful things I've ever made. And its innate power is fascinating. But it's frankly unwieldy. I can't be associated with it professionally. If it's one of the most amazing pieces you've ever created, why would you not want to take credit for it? Just because it's bulky. Yes. Terrific. Fair enough. I'll tell people I made it myself. Right. Well, uh... Well, it's, uh, it's all yours. Would you like to try it now? Check it fits. I suppose I should, since it would be quite difficult to change into it on the road. Right. Well, um... I shan't help you. Who's going to help him, then? I'm just going to start taking my armor off on my own without waiting for a volunteer. Um, oh, well, yeah. Unless he grows another pair of arms, he's not going to be able to put that on himself. Uh, I'll do uh, it. I okay, guess you I can, can do it, actually. Oh, no. No. You can do it if you want to fix, if you're jumping at it. No, yeah, but you, you said first, so you should. Yeah, but then you said. Uh, right, fine, I'll, I'll do it. There's like okay. a clank of the first gauntlet hitting the floor already while they're still <laughs> arguing. <laughs> The, uh, Can we do an so insight check on her, Brad? Um, she was like... Uh, old lady? The, 
Yeah, she was like, the reason I don't want people to know that I made it is because it's like too clanky and unwieldy. I don't know if that's why. Okay, yeah. It is why. You have <laughs> no idea, but you get Poisonous. the sense that if yeah. he wears this, he will die. And um, then you're not too sure that memory, that kind of idea uh, yeah. dissipates. Also, just to double check, your strength is over 15, right? Because you have to have a strength of 15 to even put this on. Yes, for, for it, it is. to count as plate armor at all. Um, okay, so it is. And, the, and um, up till now, uh, yeah. up till now, I've just been wearing like very, very basic chainmail, like you'd see, like a half-hearted cosplay at a Renaissance fair or something. But af afterwards, we get to look like this. Our character artwork with the big plate mail. On yeah, it. I think it looks a lot more like that with uh, with this. Um, uh, medallion in the center of it the um the old woman sits and and enjoys her cookie she enjoys it a little too much and um merlin and fix uh, uh and uh fire stood around while fix and will put this armor on and yes this is the armor of the dark wolf so let me tell you what this one does mr like Excalibur. There's what it is written down. I can copy and paste these for you if you want the wording as well. It is magical plate armor. Um, it has an aura of the wolf. This armor emanates magical energy which is released upon creatures that try to hit it. If a creature rolls a natural one on a melee attack roll against you while you're wearing this armor, it takes 44 force damage and is knocked prone. However, it is unwieldy, which means that while you're wearing this armor, you have disadvantage on initiative checks. Bear that in mind. Um, there might be a thing that you uh, can do on the sheet to double check how that works for you. Uh, but it is also plate armor, so make sure that you... Uh, do you have a thing? Let me just see if I can drag in plate armor onto your sheet. What did you have before? Uh, just chain mail. So will this affect your uh, AC? It would move it up by two. Yeah. So let me just, uh, if I do that, it doesn't affect it, great. Because right. I wasn't already slow enough. <laughs> now you're super slow. We just have to work around you. Yeah, you, everyone just has to soften everything up. Oh, I wrote chainmail, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and then he can run in and baseball bat the, uh, the ogres away from you. Plate. And that goes there. While I'm helping you, I'm kind of like doing it very business-like as well. Just like, you know, untying straight away, not hanging around, just getting it done. Yeah. Fire standing oh, in the back going, and they were in love. <laughs> the beast in this There's bag. no... There's basically no response from me because I've done this a hundred times already with a dozen different soldiers before so it's so routine it's just kind of actually at some point i'd probably say you know if i stayed in for another three years i'd probably have a squire by now to do this please don't get any ideas i'm just glaring at fire as well the whole time <laughs> i'm finally just gonna look up are you two okay mm -hmm. fine Great. like obliv completely oblivious to whatever's going on mm -hmm. right and I think that should do it. There's a moment uh, later that I think 
Merlin and fire witness or hear this enormous um, plate armored version of Will uh, presents himself in this new set of plate armor that was adjusted from what you saw on the um, the orc before um, but it's definitely had a uh, uh, a few uh, changes to it um, to fit and to sit better on Will's body with this thing in the center of it um, there's an element to it that you get the sense that it is uh, emanating a, an extra sense of arcane power to it as well um, and that wolf sitting in the center of the armor um, would be the center of that power. Should that wolf be destroyed, it will lose all magical ability and become just plate armor. Um, you, you four, after this is probably about 10 minutes later or so, um, are you heading out? What's the plan now? I'll, I mean, first I'll stand up and look to Elise and say, well, it'd be really hard for anything to kill me through this, at least. Oh, yes, that's the, uh, that's the plan, that's the idea there. Just have to get used to, <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll take a few steps back and forth, like I'm adjusting to the weight. Mm. Yes, like I said, I didn't make it. Well, who knows? Maybe you'll get another chance to refine it down the line somewhere. Well, uh, it was wonderful doing business with you. Perhaps if you come back one day, I'll I'll see if I can fit it a little better. But, uh, well, it wasn't necessarily made for running in. Right. Well, thanks for everything. Yes. Uh, good day. And enjoy the rest of those cookies. Yes, I, uh, I linger while everyone walks out and just look her in the eye and give a really, uh, very genuine thank you. Perfectly uh, fine, dear. You're, uh, well, you're quite unique. Right. We must preserve our unique things in this life. Yes, uh, I, I didn't think about it like that before. So, thank you. Yeah. Good day. Leave before I get emotional. The four of you step outside. Um, I think it's at this moment that all three of you realize that Will's armor is actually completely chapless. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> do not, do not, do not. <laughs> so tempted, <laughs> so tempted, but it would undermine everything for the rest of the entire campaign. But you, for um, fan art purposes, fan art purposes. <laughs> you step outside, and I presume head back down um, and around towards where the front gates are, and uh, where um, young Guinness, the dwarf, is. Uh, setting up his horse and carts is anyone doing anything else before you leave town? Maybe you can do a quick shop if you want to buy up some things. Kind of looking back at the blacksmith after we step out and seeing Fix take an extra second or two. I'll just kind of look over. Five gold and a cookie for all this. 
It feels like theft. Well, it was freely given. Yeah. Well, if we live through all this, maybe I'll come back and ask her what her story really is. Maybe we can come back and find another way to thank her. For now, we should just enjoy what she's given us. Agreed. And please don't make me sit with Guinness. I genuinely don't believe I will fit up there next to him now. I completely believe that he's not going to do anything bad to Merlin. I suppose I can offer to sit next to Guinness. Are you sure? Merlin. Yeah. Merlin. Yeah. You should just make stuff up the entire time. Trust me. Tell him that when gnomes reach a certain age, you metamorphize into dragons or something. He's not only going to believe it, he's then going to take it and run ten paces with it. I can't wait to hear the stories going to come of it afterwards. No, you should come up with fantastical stories about the beast. He'll believe everything. And perhaps it's better if the legend is larger than life anyway. The authority is. He's already he's already generating these stories nonstop. That was exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Right, my lovelorn hag. Come then. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. And you head on down to where the uh, the <laughs> gates are. And I think probably as soon as you get close to where Guinness is, you just hear him shout. I'm gonna need a whole cart for you. I didn't think you's going to buy a whole boat to stick around yourself. Look at the size of you now. <laughs> to be clear, I'm still the same size. Yeah, shouldn't have called you the But it is quite beast. a shell, I'll give you that. Should have called you the house. Fuck. Hey, well, let's hope you don't break the cart. It's not that heavy. I can still walk around in it. Uh, barely. Look at it. Right, well, I suppose, uh, as long as, uh, you can still swing that short, eh? Uh, to, for a point of demonstration, I'm gonna walk to, like, the second cart and hop up onto it. Same as I did before. There is a groan from the cart, but, you know, it's, <laughs> he's obviously, um, being... And then kind of turn around and say, see? Hey, look at that. Yeah, well, let's hope we don't get it stuck in any mud. Hey, never get this thing out. Yeah, <laughs> gives you a wink. Maybe these will sweeten the deal. And I hand him the three. Oh, the what's three. that? Give me that there. Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, it's, what is that? Cocoa. Oh, look. Yeah, it does seem the baker was having some issues with supplies. All right. Strange. Anyway, she's all yours then, fire. Hmm. Seating arrangement, arrangement, um, if it's all right with you, we're going to have Merlin sit with you. I'm already walking to the other car. Oh, oh you're God. kidding. Oh, this is the greatest news. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's not get too excited. I'm on I'm going <laughs> to. Merlin has so many questions for you. Don't oh, you I got plenty I of do. questions oh, for you as well. I... I'm going to lean and hug Merlin and just be like, okay, good luck. And then I'm also going to whisper, you should really, uh, you should amp up that romance story that he has working. Okay. Oh. 
have fun. And I'm going to look at him and say, if there's a scratch on Merlin because of your incompetence, I'll take your legs. I, I would lay down my life for this man. Okay. Let's hit the road. Hey, uh, first of all, he moves around to the front of the first cart um, and pulls the uh, the the box that you know to contain all of his money and gems from underneath his seat and walks back to you, Will. There you go. You want me to hold it? Hey. Fair enough. That's the safest place in the whole realm. Look at that. That's the safest box of gems I've ever seen. I will try to make sure it remains such. That's my whole life. But not their box. Right, okay. Come on then, Ween. He tugs at your uh, at your uh, cloak and, and robes, Merlin. Let's go. Come on. Oh, you want help getting up? He picks you up like a yeah, child no, and puts help. you up on the on the seat. Are you comfortable up there? No way. We're going to get okay. something for you for your butt. Hey, there we what? go. Oh, look at that. Look, that's a nice brand new cushion. That I picked oh, that up in town. You put that underneath you. You've got to keep yourself comfortable. You have this is two days on the road. Oh, I think I'm going to enjoy You're this a national you treasure, guys. you are. You're too kind. Right, let me get up there myself. He puts his last little uh, bits and pieces together, jumps up on the cart, and shouts back. Right, you ready then, there, fire? Yep. Alright. Come in, animal handling check. <laughs> that is a two. There is a, a, a sudden, there's a, a noise as um, the first cart starts trundling out of the, uh, out of the town. But yours doesn't go anywhere. The, um, the cart starts moving forward, but yours remains completely still. The horse that you have um on your cart does not move at all does not respond to anything that you say or do with the reins um it's, after a few moments this one's broken what it's broken what do you mean what you saying now it's oh, broken oh. Well, why is it not moving um, i'm gonna hop down and try to calm the horse down horse is completely calm Okay, I'm gonna try and motivate the horse to stop being stubborn then, like, coax it along. You gonna grab the reins? No, I'm gonna, like, well, I was gonna circle it. down and, no, I was gonna circle down in front of the horse, like, on foot, and try to motivate it to move from down there. Oh, how? Is it, it's being stubborn and refusing to cooperate, right? Maybe. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to attempt to charm the animal, Bran. Okay. I want to pull a Merlin here and yeah. talk to it. Yeah. <laughs> With any level of magic, or I don't know if you have. No. The, okay, I didn't think you did. It seems like a waste <laughs> of a paladin spell, but it's no not paladin spells are for smiting, not talking to animals. But yeah. I can still walk over and pet the thing and try to motivate it to move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me an animal handling check. Will moves around to the um, to the front of the carriage. It's not going to go. It's towards... not going to listen to you. If it doesn't yeah. listen to me, I don't know. Other horse. It's not gonna. You're not gonna be able to. One beast to another might work. No. I heard that. Um, on a ten, the horse seems to uh, respond. There's, there's a. It, it, while at first, 
Stella seems to be um you get the sense that uh Stella is is more confused than anything else um just a little unsure as to what is um happening necessarily and then you um sort of just stand speaking to the horse just anything until eventually the uh the horse starts to move its front legs a little bit and and give me uh, another animal handling check please fire A zero. I quit. Okay, I quit. can I look up? The can horse outright barks. Like... There is a moment where the horse, like, just you, Will, you're standing right next to this thing and like maybe running a hand down its its flank as um as fire. You give like maybe a light tap on the reins and the horse moves forward a few steps and bucks. Will, you're probably taken aback and the entire cart shakes. <laughs> a Will, bunch of stuff Whatever falls off the back of the cart it's, and you oh, hear from far away. Sake. What are you doing? What are you telling it? It's Will is doing being mean to this horse. Ah, beast, get away from the horse. I probably think it's you're going to eat it. It's not me, I promise you that. Can I tell mm-hmm. if fire well, is like... fucking money, yes! Using the reins too hard or something? Like... <laughs> What am I doing I, wrong? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle around to fire and say move aside and like push her back and like try to climb up into the wagon on into her spot. Okay, fine. Let me see that. Fire, come over here. Let's pick yeah. up boxes up. Yeah. Grab the uh couple of, of boxes, pack them back on. The cart ahead of you has stopped and um you look forward and you can see uh Guinness standing there. You get the sense that if it was anyone else, he would be fuming and jumping up and down and screaming. But because it's you guys, he's just standing there as patiently as he can be watching you <laughs> reload the cart. And then Will, you take the reins. The front side of the cart leans down a little bit, but it's, you know, it's fine. Um, How much does this armor weigh exactly? It weighs <laughs> as much as I need it to comically in the moment. <laughs> it, and, it weighs, uh, <laughs> yes. It weighs, yes. You uh, give me an animal handling check as well. All right, here we go. This is either, either. Actually, I, I either way, this is going to be funny. <laughs> it's yep. terrible. It's absolutely terrible. The, the horse just doesn't move. On a four, the horse just starts to kind of um, whinny and. Uh, Good there's a job, Will. moment where you've traumatized the horse. Fire. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's me. Guinness approaches. What are you doing there? Wait, uh, listen, lights. First of all, it's not you. It's Stella. He reaches up as far as he can and covers uh, Stella's ears and says, She's a right bitch. Uh. Give me insight checks. Those are three of you that are on this cart. Merlin, you're just uh, <laughs> looking from a 30 yards away. We're all terrible at insight yeah. too, apparently. Yeah. You are terrible. Yeah, he's telling the truth. That's definitely the reason. And he's not just saying yeah, that yeah. to make you feel better. Um, well, then we should get along. He's, he no. go, he says, um, who's on the back of the cart then, if the two of you are in the front? Me. You? He says, yeah. right, witch, uh, underneath the side oh, there, witch. you'll see a fishing rod. Pull that out. Right. What? Okay. Merlin! Can you? Yes. In that there barrel. Okay. Yeah, pop the lid. It's loose. It's loose, that one. Near the one next to it. That one, aye. Okay. All right. All right. Throw oh. us a carrot. 
All right, you got it. He, uh, Merlin grabs a, a carrot from the barrel and, and chucks it over at, at Guinness. Yeah, throw me, uh, roll me a slight of hand check for the throw. Oh, throw me a slight no, of hand check. I knew you were directly into the horse's mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you do the thing, and the natural one, what is happening? You're so lucky this isn't combat. You'd be dead. The, uh, Merlin, you do that thing. You know when you, like, go to pull the, you put your hand back to throw it, and you just launch it behind you. Um, it just goes out the gates. And get it. What are you doing, you beautiful <laughs> bastard? Oh, another one. Try again. Are you okay? okay? What's wrong I, with you? No, I don't. Way. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> okay, I, I, I do it again. Are you going to make me slide a hand again? Yes. God damn it. Wow. <laughs> you, you, oh you yeet this thing. It just flies oh. over a near house and, uh, Guinness, oh, no, never mind. Uh, he walks over to the to the carriage. Pass it down. Okay. You can pass he just him hands one. it over to Guinness. What's up with your hands? You got butterfingers, yeah. What is that? <laughs> I really At did do rate. my best. My frictionless hands. <laughs> and he Those walks, carrots are slippery. Walks back with these frictionless carrots. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, throws it up at you, Fix, and says, Right, attach that to that. On the end right. of the rope. The ro yep. uh, you know what a fishing rod is? Yep, sure. Okay. Right, right. Tie Not that on there. Okay. And then you hand that there, Lord, to him. Please don't break it. And then what you do, you, uh, actually, if uh, you should probably hand that to her, you hold that rod with the carrot in front, and then you. Should have an easier time with Stella, hey? And then he runs a hand up the uh, the side of Stella as he um, as he moves back to the car and says, "Don't give him problems. We doing? Come on, them saved your life. You'd have been eaten by an ogre." And he walks uh, up to the next car. Give me an animal handling check with advantage because the carrot is being held in front of the horse. Um, which one of us? Me? Fire? Uh, you, because you're you're still at the reins, yeah. I assume you're yeah. at the reins and fire has a, a fishing rod with a carrot held in front of Stella's face. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Can I roll? Guinness can gets I up on his car and literally leaves, convinced that there's no way you can mess this up. He just starts trying to look. So, Merlin. Is it true what they say? Gnomes can last years in bed. <laughs> Yes, that that. Hey, what are you doing? They're still not going. Hey, stop! <laughs> what are you doing? Fires just laugh. I'm like laughing at this point. I did it. Uh, it hops know. down, walks I, away from her, and heads back. What's going on here then? It doesn't can like just, here. Can I just grab the cart and start pulling it. <laughs> you want to drag the cart yourself? Be like, look, horse, like this, and just start pulling. Hey, the give me an intimidation check. I'm gonna hold As the carrot in front of him. Dragging the cart forward to show the horse how it's done. Ten. What? Is it? What is I happening? Have, I have a plus seven. How do I roll it? Wow. Use. I mean, you drag the thing along. I'm gonna roll. I'll tell you what. I'll roll on here uh, for the uh, the horse for Stella to see if if this is intimidating. 
Um, what do they have here? I guess maybe I'll... the horse can fail harder than we have. Yeah, I'll roll a <laughs> That's yeah, counter charisma no. check. Wow, there you oh, go. Minus wow. one. Yes! A minus one. one on the yes! uh, draft horse roll. It's and not just us. Stella starts moving. Um, you have to swing okay. yourself back up onto the thing. That Stella's moving along, trying now to move towards the carrot. Um, took a while for Stella to understand what it was that you wanted to do, but. Thanks to Will's motivation and the carrot, the horse starts moving along. It is all, like within a minute of this travel, you can tell that this is going to be an awkward ride. The horse is like jerking forward and then slowing down. Doesn't seem to be very responsive to the control of the reins, but for the most part does seem to be following the road and kind of, you know, remaining at a pace that isn't going to cause the cart to upend or anything like that. Um, you get the sense that if anything startles this horse or if there's a sudden clap of lightning or thunder and, and, or anything like that, it's going to be an absolute disaster for you for today. But barely, you guys have um, begun to set off. Guinness sitting at the front with um, Carlsberg, the grey horse, and Merlin on a little um, purple regal looking pillow um, sat uh, next to him with you guys, this cart kind of trundling after um, and out of these out of these gates. You, um, Merlin, you are stuck next to Guinness and he continues the way that he does, constantly um, making up stories and asking you all sorts of strange questions. Um, and uh, the first um, hour or so of your journey begins relatively unhindered as you move out of the town. And start following what is a an okay um, uh, dug and relatively well-kept path this close to where the town is. About an hour out, um, the uh, the it's barely a path, but we'll call it a road um, for now. Um, gives way to more of just kind of this kind of flattened land. There's a a dug path as opposed to any sort of cobblestone or uh, even that old broken path of um that leads north of coal and directly into the mist um the horses stay on target and uh guinness turns to you merlin and and simply says so what did you want to ask me he rests a hand on your shoulder oh, very gently i'll tell oh, you anything um, oh really oh you don't say um well tell tell me something where are you from about uh, me oh I, I don't really like to talk about where i'm from oh no I'm... it's a secret right How the truth is i don't want to know where you're from i hatched from an egg you you what that's not no no i didn't think so i was just checking somebody once said to me that gnomes the reason we don't have so many of them are hatched from an egg oh well um Perhaps that might have been in my case. You just wouldn't know. Right, no, I knew you lot was hatched from eggs, eh? Yeah, and, uh, well, the the day I turn 600, uh, I, I will, well, turn into a dragon. No. So yeah. they say that about gnomes. T tell me more about you dwarves. Right, well, we don't turn into dragons, I tell you that much. No, we're born the usual way. Upside down in a keg of beer. Upside down? Oh. Hey. Strengthens the baby. Makes it strong. When, when, when does the, uh, the keg come in? On the night of the birth. 
is that for you or uh, your your mother? I I, I would imagine. Uh... They say I drank the entire cake within minutes of being born. It, that that is most impressive. Aye. Strong. My blood. Thousands of years it goes back to the strongest dwarves of Trondo. Have you ever heard of the dwarves of Trondo? No, but I would love to hear it from you, Kenneth. Well, let me tell do, you one thing about tell. the dwarves of Trondo. Every single one of us, we got the strongest arms and the biggest. And the travel continues for the day. <laughs> so. You guys are heading out of town and you're actually going a different uh, way to uh, the way that you came into town. Um, after um, another couple of hours here of uh, daylight travel, it's still um, sunshine, um, probably probably around 2, 3 in the afternoon. The uh, road splits um, and a brief conversation and, and pit stop um uh, uh, Guinness lets you know in the second cart that the road heading south is uh, pretty uh, pretty much the same thing as what you have here. A relatively um, hard to see uh, dug path, but the hills um, give way for the most part to uh, a, a relatively flat plains land, but it is home to the Muin tribe. There are pockets and areas where this this tribe operate they roam the lands um actively in search of things to not just hunt but fight they the muin tribe uh um head out and look for uh bandits and orcs um uh, those of you that are from cities and things probably will have heard stories that that's why the government doesn't um, step in or deal with anything uh, that the Muin tribe does untoward. They're not a warring tribe in the sense that they've ever done anything to attack nearby settlements or anything like that, but they are um, left alone um, and they are uh, very fiercely protective of what they consider to be um, their lands. Um, however, the uh, quickest way from Jairus down through Kira is through the Great Plains that belong to the Muin tribe. Um, and uh so um while you all you uh guinness will tell you to keep an eye out for the usual things flying um creatures and um dangerous orc tribes and and bandits on the road there's an extra threat in that the um this land belongs to uh what are widely described as a very um violent and cannibalistic um tribe here the um the uh, landscape, however, as you continue onwards, is pretty much exactly what he described it as, a, a relatively flat and open plains land for huge stretches of it. The grass here is is um, upwards of eight feet tall, um, and this path sometimes just heads into thatches of it, and uh, you, you find that it um, becomes a very tight, narrow kind of pathway as the carts move through them. It's probably a little unnerving. Um, there could be anything in this in this grass. Um, there could be um, people lying in wait, but as you head into it and with the daylight, it's a little less scary than it might be at nighttime. Um, 
let's get a couple of rolls. First of all, uh, Merlin, you wanted to forage for potions, I believe. So you give yes. me a survival roll first. And we'll see if you find the appropriate ingredients. Oh. Uh, 21, you do. And then I assume during the day on this cart, um, every now and then there are points where you just leap off the side of the cart, scurrying to towards a, a small um, uh, a set of mushrooms and you quickly gather them up and rush back, jumping onto the back of the cart, climbing over the things and uh, sit down and inspect your wares. What you're seeing here is a set of um, very well-picked uh, mushrooms. I can't remember which ones are the ones that you needed, but you needed a, a something type um, and you find them, the classic like red cap with the white spots on them looking things like you'd get from Mario. Um, roll me a herbalism kit check as well. I think this is on the left of your sheet. Uh, let me double check for you. Oh, he's another done it. 21. Another 21. Here come the good rolls. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think during the first, uh, day of travel here, as you set out across this great plains land during, uh, the daytime under the sun, it's very easy for you to spot those mushrooms. You find them and it's nice and easy to work on this cart. The cart behind you is all over the place. It's going left and right. There are points where the cart disappears into this long grass and then suddenly there are sh three people shouting as it comes flying out of the long grass again um and the horse is fighting actively against will all day um uh but you have a nice calm journey uh with the road being nice and flat even though it's kind of just a dog road and in places it just outright vanishes you are able to put together a potion of greater healing, which is what you now make with your uh, uh, with your foraging checks. So add a greater healing potion on there. And um, then I will need a D6 from Will and a D6 from Fire. Here we go again. <laughs> A six from fire and a two from will. Give me one second. My Google Drive documents are not working. I'm too scared to risk this to my own exceptional memory. And by exceptional, I mean exceptionally bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, hmm. So that was a six from fire and a two from you. Okay. And then I need a D6 from fix. Oh, okay. Five. A five. Um, so, and uh, yours was a six, right? Hold on. Okay. Um, I think the first day um passes relatively um simply i don't think anything crazy happens i don't know what um path you all took to get up to coal um probably uh, uh the other pathway up past Merrin's keep along the um the river and through the forests um up to coal but um this would be an interesting day every now and then the 
very tall grasses um, get shorter or disappear entirely and you get these enormous wide open landscapes only punctuated every now and then by um, a few trees and I think it would be a, a, a really pleasant sight considering it's uh, daytime the rare um, very high sun bright light um, uh, showing you this just flat expanse of um, mostly kind of yellowed patches of green um, grassland but it also um, every now and then you come out of these patches of long grass and and you can see that there is nothing around you nothing rushing at you no dangerous thing coming to get you no um no ogres in the middle of the road orias isn't flying at you on the back of a red dragon or anything and uh as such you get a a, a relatively peaceful journey in as much as obviously you would still be relatively hyper vigilant um but nothing happened no, no uh no mad situations and you um probably at some point stop for a for uh, a lunch or a dinner before the sun starts to set and um guinness hands you the reins merlin hey there you go hold that oh uh, right okay uh, i should have known you know what you're doing right be taking turns absolutely he's asleep oh for me an animal handling check oh boy okay um mm, oh no oh no car in I front of you I'm... starts moving just like yours and it's, <laughs> it's, it's just like the it's like two learner drivers on the road as the two of you uh continue off and the the uh the moon starts to rise in the sky as the sun sets on your first day of travel um, heading south to Kira, and I think that's a good place for us to go to a break. Um, thanks for watching, everyone. We're going to go to a short break here. Uh, remember to check out all these wonderful people on their channels, and uh, check out all the other shows we've got going on. We do have a new D&D show, if you're interested, called Spellwind, which is on episode 7, so you've got plenty of time to catch up, and that is on Wednesdays. That is run by young Mythomatic, who is, uh, his rate is so expensive that if you're not watching it, we're in trouble. So thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back after a short break. On the road, and it is the uh, second day now. Um, I'm going to roll one dice. To determine when it is uh about four in the afternoon of the next day you guys have will have spent the evening moving um south you'll probably if i were to hazard a guess somewhere around there and the um during the daytime during most of the daylight today um Guinness would have been correct in his assumption that there's a little less daylight, but it seems to be about an hour less or so. Um, the sun is coming up about uh, 30 minutes to 45 minutes later than it was on the travel from Cole to Jairus. Um, and I think you'd probably notice it since you're just out on the, on the road that there's just a little less daylight for you to travel by, but not by much. And you guys start um, heading south. The area becomes um hilly once again 
Um, Guinness is pretty much continually talking about how we're we're out of the Muin tribes area, but it doesn't mean we're out of the uh, the woods here. And um, will we will uh, probably you probably know this area a little bit. Um, this is getting close, not just to Grant's refuge, but um, to probably where some of the military um, uh, troops would have moved around during that wartime that you were involved in. Um, the town of Kira. In fact, roll me a history check and uh, and a d20 separately. Since you've got time to think back and um, ponder over this. 13 on the d20. And a 14 on the history check. So you probably know the area in general pretty well. Obviously, you understand all of the... Um, in fact, you probably know most of this stuff because of the the uh, conflicts that you were involved in. Um, the most recent ones. Um, and uh, Kira is uh, a town that is only about 200 years old. Um, they actually built a small um, holdout, a battlement, a castle here in order for... Um, and this is information that you would be aware of, but is also common knowledge, but you're for sure convinced is absolutely true that the Guardian Empire will have um, set up um, a fortification here because of the growing tensions between Gofreda, um, which is growing as a city and doesn't quite agree with the fact that God, the way Guardia rules this kingdom has not been very prosperous for people. And that's a whole point of contention among everybody in the land, um, you know, um, not too different to what Dawnwalker said that essentially the populace is dying out. You guys are not thriving at all. And it is obviously partially due to the fact that it's so difficult to survive here. The living conditions are awful. Um, there's no daylight, so it's hard to grow crops and things like that. But um, a lot of people seem to think that a lot of the way that Guardia rules is very much for its own city and not really for the populace of the realm. Um, Gofreder has a little bit more of a um, a social policy that it runs its city with and they be they believe that that would be better and it's never been installed and everyone for many years has been concerned about a civil war. You probably would be privy to the knowledge that almost all of the commanders and generals in the army are convinced that there definitely would have been a civil war. Unless, but the thing is, if you did a civil war, if they had a civil war at this point, it would probably kill the entire realm. Um, there's also the fact that south of here is the um, the Irish tree where the uh, the Shadow Elves um, uh, primarily live and primarily are from, as well as um, Erai and Aelin, where the, uh, the edges of their kingdom reach, so they have little settlements there as well. Um, and the Shadow Elves have had a, um, a tense relationship with pretty much everyone ever, um, uh, including the most recent conflict um, that you were involved in. However, that did that took place around here, um, and therefore I don't see why you wouldn't have been to Kira before. Kira has a, a castle which is set atop a, um, a natural kind of cropping of land, and there is a town that just naturally built up around it because people and travelers like Guinness and yourselves would have um, 
constantly be going you'd, you'd stop there at the night on the outside being much safer next to a castle setting up your tent eventually traders and um travelers would just set up permanently here uh instead of traveling to trade like guinness does um it's easier to just trade with people that pass through um over the last 200 years or so this um small settlement built up around the castle uh of kira and it just became known as kira instead of a castle kira and it is a small town so this area um you might know a little better but it gives way um the flat lands and plains lands of the area gives way now to a lot more hills a lot more greenery patches of woods and forests um and you enter into one of these this morning and i think probably for you will specifically since you lived near here the landscape is very similar to that of grant's refuge Oka's point is on the sea um uh kira and grant's refuge and any of the other smaller settlements in the area are all built in this same kind of uh, landscape not so much foliage and thick forestry as you get um in uh in Jairus and coal surrounded by it but enough that it provides a natural um uh local ability to to gather lumber and log um but without it uh creating a claustrophobic um town the landscape changes for you uh, during the course of the day and Guinness would probably be spilling his stories to you Merlin um, Will I think maybe starts to um, take a little more control of this this cart during the day as well um, and everybody who wants to can give me perception checks we definitely want to Everybody who gives me a perception check is now permanently blind. Um, <laughs> I'm too busy writing the fanfic. I'm secretly writing it. Oh, yes, of course. Um, three, natural one from uh, fire, five from will. Maybe you are thinking. You're maybe a little deep in thought, Will. This is the first time you've been back in, I think, two weeks, four weeks, actually, because it would have been a little bit of travel. Um, and then Merlin on a 20. Fix on an 18. Vita's not looking. I'll roll for Guinness, but he uh, is probably staring straight at you, Merlin. Just telling you some story about some bullshit that he's making up. Um, those of you that uh, scored higher than a 10. Uh, so fix and uh, that's it. <laughs> really it? Oh no, Merlin, sorry. The... Uh, the two of you, one on each cart, um, become aware of two things. One is an absolutely putrid stench. Um, it's not... Uh, th this has been happening pretty... It's not me. It's been pretty common. It is both... Um, it has been both Merlin and Guinness in that front cart have been unleashing hell over the last uh 24 hours and you're in the cart behind it's literally like being in traffic with a truck in front of you and the fumes are horrific there is a secondary putrid smell that um that rises in the air um give me um hmm, nature checks investigation check so you can roll me either investigation nature or survival we'll say 
one one of those three is entirely up to you which one you want to roll investigation 19 nature 11 both of you recognize this to be the smell of um of uh of of cooked rotten meat um the smell hits you quickly and it's not like the rest of you won't catch this smell in a second but unfortunately you're probably going to catch it too late because there is a sound of something whistling and then merlin um you are sat next to guinness as he is talking to you and that's when i said to her you've never been with a dwarf and that is when the side of the cart is hit with uh something the three of you in the cart behind will have noticed that an enormous trunk of a tree has flown forward it hits the ground breaks and splinters in the area parts of it rolling forward hit the side of the cart that you're on merlin give me a strength saving throw i'm gonna roll one for uh guinness as well there's a fail for Guinness. Oh, no, that's a two. And a natural two. The two of you, the entire cart lurches one way. You in the, the back cart see the two of them launched off the side of the cart as they fall off of it. Urgh! They hit the ground. Both of you go rolling over. And you will start this combat prone. Uh, oh, so. Guinness has landed on me. <laughs> Guinness lands <laughs> on you. Guinness. The two of you go rolling over. Um, one another, and I'm just going to bring you over to the bottom map, and then I will get some initiatives. Don't do them yet. Um, there is. Uh, does anybody speak giantish? Nope. No. Uh oh. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> okay. 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 So I'm going to bring you over to this map here um from one side of where you are you um hear two creatures rushing towards you um but you hear them speaking in a horrible guttural noise um you hear them shouting at one another one of them has clearly thrown this thing from further back but an enormous troll comes moving out to block the road one of them is um the one in front of you uh is this disgusting, um, oversized, globulous mass of a humanoid. It is maybe around 12 feet tall, but it is probably about 15 feet wide as it moves into the road to block your path. Um, it is covered in boils and pustules. It has these kind of sores and wounds over it, and it is covered in kind of an just a, a thick grease that you get the sense is the type of thing that its body produces as well as just muck um a second troll is moving uh through the woodlands towards you away from a low kind of fire on the fire you can see that there is a burning human corpse um next to it two other corpses uh seem to be um laying and rotting uh the two trolls shout at each other. Um, no, nobody understands what they're saying. The other one looks towards where you guys are. And that is when I'm going to need some initiatives. So, first of all, Guinness is over here and prone. 
Merlin is over here and prone. Will would probably start here. Fix, I assume you'd start on the back of this car and Vita will put next to you over here. Um, the two carts like this. Uh, two trolls. One of them is a venom troll and the other one is a liquid troll. And that's not a troll. Those are real things and it's nothing to do with Metal Gear Solid. Um... <laughs> Oh, everyone give me nature checks to see if you know what this is all about, what these guys are all about. Brad, did you already add something to my initiative to make it roll at disadvantage automatically? Yes. Why? Is it not working? No, it is working. I didn't realize, but it was going to. I was going to say. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, a lot of cool <laughs> things uh, that I can oh, yeah. do oh, on roll 20 now. I was very puzzled very to see a green nat 17 pop up. I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, is that what you got, a 17? Uh, I rolled a 20 and a 16. So yeah, uh, 17 on my initiative. 17. What? And then we... Roll. Somehow rolling better initiative in the giant armor than I was without. <laughs> Guinness. He has a 16. And I need a lot more room than I have. I wouldn't need more than one screen if it wasn't for D&D. &D. Uh, who rolled what on nature's? Tell me. Uh, 18, 24. 18, 24. Uh, who rolled over a 15? It's probably an easier question. Just you two? I think so. I didn't actually roll it. I was fiddling with my initiative, and when I heard he got a 24, I figured it wasn't needed. Um, Did I roll it anyway? It's up to you. It might determine how you approach this <laughs> combat. One, wow. It's because you got that out of the way. So, um, let's see here. So, Merlin and... Um, and we're back. And <laughs> Fix. You two alone uh, will have heard of trolls... Um, and the different variants there are of trolls that are out there. Um, when you take a glance at, at the uh, troll that's standing in the center of the road, um, you recognize it as a venom troll. Um, you also recognize the other one as a liquid troll, um, also sometimes known as a lake troll, uh, usually sort of found near lakes or bodies of water. This one seems to be kind of near this um, roadside here. Um, these are scary creatures. Um, they're not the type of thing that you really want to encounter um, on, the, on the road. But one of them is a poisonous troll. The one standing in the center of the road in front of you um, has the ability to poison and spit poisons and things like that. Um, they are um, real hard to kill. Wow, just closed all my windows. Thanks, windows, for closing all my windows. Uh, when it does that thing where you drag something too close to the edge and they all shrink and I want to die every time it does it and it's tilted me so hard that this just became a much harder battle for you all. I am so sorry. Please. I am so moody now. Um, and uh, what was I doing? Trying to triple multitask. Um, uh, you also recognize the other one as a, um, a liquid troll, um, which... Uh, is a big dangerous thing far more dangerous around lakes than if you just encounter one on land but 
Um, you are aware that these things seem to be able to regenerate health, so bursting them down with damage is uh, the general way to deal with them. Um, or running away, but at the moment, it seems that the front cart is damaged. The one with um, Guinness and Merlin on it, it has uh, sticks and it has uh, um, splintered bits of tree trunk and branches caught in the front left wheel. The horse, Carlsberg, is freaking out and weeing and neighing, um, but caught in its own reins with the with the cart and unable to even pull the cart. So you get the sense that the wheel is completely lodged. The cart is kind of spinning at awkward angles. Um, will pulls the cart behind you to a stop, fire probably throwing the uh, fishing rod into the, uh, the rear of the cart, and all of you um, are able to react, bringing us to the first round of combat, which is in fact Vita flying around um the second cart here what do you want to do vita slash what do you want vita to do um vita's gonna dash and use all their movement to get wait let me check how far we can get 60 just in front of this horse yeah to try and get in the in between and yep be a distraction and that's it distraction you say Okay. Now, let me see if I can. Why is this not doing this? Oh, don't do this to me. Because I flipped it, isn't it? Let me just refresh the uh, thing for uh, chat here. Yeah. Or not. Could just. Could just not. Mm hmm. You look so great today, Brad. Thank you so much. Hi, guys. It shrunk all of my, uh, it shrank all my things, and now it, it's not capturing my, uh, the chat window for the thing. There we go. Lovely. Yay. Okay. Um, it's happened to me a billion times over the years. It makes me super angry, but at least I know how to deal with it. So, um, Vita rolls over there to be a distraction. I see how we're using Vita now. Terrific. Uh, bringing us to Will's turn. Uh, he's got two of him on there, is he? No, that's just how I'm seeing it. Wait, there's two of me now? For me, there's oh, two no. Will's in the turn order, and I don't know why, but I won't delete one because I think it's just my screen. Probably so. a complication from the rolling initiative twice. Yeah, doesn't matter. What, uh, what are you doing on your turn? I am moving as far as I can this way to get right next to Merlin. And Horrible then I things. am going... Horrible things. Trolls. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, some Spears of Light at this thing and start chucking, doing my Zeus impression. Okay. Uh, targeting the Venom Troll. Yes. There is... Two javelins chucked. A 13 and a 16. Two javelins chucked. And on a 13 and a 16, the 13 misses, but the 16 hits as this thing flies forward, um, catching the troll. It it hits it. It deals, what, one radiant damage? One, one damage. <laughs> and... Um, Our rolls are consistent today, if oh nothing no. else. The... Troll, it is daylight by the way. I don't know if you guys have even had out a fight in daytime yet, but um, the uh, 
this radiant spear launches forward this troll is not even aware that it happened um just keeps moving forward shouting back to this troll behind it and uh yeah all you are is just a big group of dinner um anything else in your turn no that that's that's quite enough <laughs> i don't want to roll dice anymore and <laughs> my turn okay guinness is prone on the ground guinness is going to stand up with his movement and uh look forward and say oh the fuck is that yeah you stay away from my stuff from my horses you bastard um he will pull out he uh has a crossbow if my memory serves me well thank you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put the trolls on here don't do it again windows i swear to god and then i'm gonna put guinness over here yes he has a heavy crossbow which i will fire at the uh the uh the venom troll with uh it flies past the venom troll striking a nearby tree you bastard get away he moves um around to uh the front of where the horse is and tries to kind of get the reins um on the horse and and begin the um appropriate uncoupling of Carlsberg from the the cart itself as this venom troll starts kind of lumbering towards the area where the uh four of you are and that'll be the end of his turn fix his turn um yep gonna run forward 30 foot behind this tree and um i shout over to will do you think lights out might help here but as i'm saying it i will throw two eldritch blasts at the venom troll Uh, I'll just respond by saying, everyone else needs to see it too. 20 and a 13. 20 hits, 13 misses. Five damage. Five damage. Again, this thing is hit by like uh, an, uh, a, a strike of arcane force, but just kind of moves forward. The the globules of, of loose fat and flesh on this thing kind of rippling as it's hit by the, the, the Eldritch Blast, but it just continues to uh lumber forward towards uh you guys anything else on your turn nope fire's turn okay i would like to try and shoot the liquid troll in the kneecap okay give me uh, do i have advantage because i'm standing on top of the cart no because it's 15 feet tall Think 12. 12. Um, you do hit the troll, but the arrow breaks on a thick part of its skin. It snaps and the, the troll kind of looks down and then looks up towards where you are and says, And uh, an you too. Um, roll me um, an intel intelligence check. <laughs> oh, manane means dinner in giantish <laughs> as he's looking at you is that the end of your turn what else do you want to do no uh i'm gonna use my movement to get to there that's where i can get actually i'll go there okay the venom troll begins lumbering forward um i think let me see actually let me just double check what else can do um 
Alright. Um, Venom Troll lumbers forward here. Uh, I'm going to roll the dice here. Let's hope I roll high. In fact, I'll roll it on here for you guys. Because this is one of those combats where I'm scared. Uh, hey, didn't mean anything though, did it? So I'll roll it again. Higher than a 10 means it's attacking the... It's heading right. Or higher than... Or lower than a 10 means it's going to go for Vita, Carlsberg, and Guinness. Higher means it's going for Merlin, Will, and Fire, just in general. What, like, what is it tracking? Another fucking natural <laughs> 20 in a row. So you are damn lucky that I wasted those on its perception thing, but it is moving over to this side of the cart. It is moving. It sees Vita and walks straight past it. Vita can actually do an opportunity. Uh, yeah. Attack of opportunity there. Claws. Attack. Swipes out. On a nine. Eesh. Okay. Um, on a nine is a hit, but it just does nothing. This thing just moves past Vita, and Vita is scratching at it, but uh, the the thing just kind of waves Vita away. Um, doesn't seem horrible thick skin, the grease on the skin stopping it from doing any sort of burning here. So now, as it gets close to where you are, you see this this troll bring up um, its hand, and each of its fingernails are extremely grotesquely long some of them curling um over and into sharp points it pulls up one of these um fingers and then draws it down part of its body you um you see it open up a wound on itself um let's have one of you roll the damage for it 2d6 damage uh will roll me 2d6 And eight does eight damage to itself. However, from the wound, um, a, a burst of poison and blood is sprayed out in front of it. And I will need a uh, constitution saving throw from Merlin, Will, and Fire, please. Oh, nasty. Here we go. Does the car offer no protection at all? Absolutely none. <gasps> For it is tall. The creature oh, yeah, is enormous true. and spraying this and it's just spraying it into the area. Um, I ate my Wheaties this morning and got a 23 con. Nice. Fire fails. Merlin and hmm. Will uh, pass. So you will uh, take um, this poison damage. So bear that in mind those of you with resistances and things uh wow oh that's 2d8 i need another 2d8 nine plus seven is 16 poison damage so you who have uh passed take only half of that um and fire you take the full 16 damage but uncanny dodge Ooh, what is oh yeah that reduces your Bullshit. It halves it. Yeah, halves the damage. Halves all damage, is it? Uh, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Okay. I count on like area of effect things, saves. Mm, I'll Google. Um, sometimes attack means attack roll. It might not. Um. On a success, on a failure though, you are poisoned for one minute. 
you have the poison status. And do you want to know something absolutely insane? I found out playing oh, my rogue. I knew this would happen. My rogue <laughs> last night that um, poisoning a rogue is the best thing you can do if you want to kill it. It ruins everything. You don't get sneak attack on anything. You suck. Poisoning a rogue is the way to kill a rogue. And I made a joke in chat while I was playing last night that the first thing I'm going to do tonight is poison fire. And I can't believe the first thing I've done tonight is poison fire. Oh, you can't believe it. I am blown away. No, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. So, um, how does it work? Uh, can you still uncanny dodge like cubes of attack and area of attack um, things? I just can't remember. Is it uncanny? I'm just getting, like, attack. Two Shit. To my, to my knowledge, uncanny works on anything you can see coming. But since it's a reaction, she can only do it once per round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncanny dodge skill requires an attack. So if there's a spell that includes an attack roll, so this isn't yeah, an if attack they roll. roll. Well, this isn't an attack roll. You have to make a save. Okay, then I take it all. Woo! So, um, so what was it? things total? like fireball and shit is what it's saying. Fireball is not an attack any more than spike growth is. So I guess that counts for this as well. But I'm sure there's someone in chat who will or will not correct me. You have until mm -hmm. the end of this round. So you take 16 damage. Uh, 16 poison damage. And... Poisoned. You are poisoned. Poisoned means you have disadvantage on basically everything. Uh, and it also nullifies your sneak attack. Cool. Sick. So. Thanks. Is that correct, everyone? And good. No, it's not. And not that's correct. the last chance you had to lawyer me out of what just happened on that round. It is time for the liquid troll to move forward. And how fast can you move? Assuming not fast. Uh, this thing starts running as fast as it can towards where you are. Fire, but it and it looks like it wants to eat you still. But that's all it does. It is um, it is very slow. It's just moving. Um, and then. You're hit by all this poison. Um, Merlin, you are what? Resistant to poison? Let me I just am. double check well, that. Yeah, how does that work? Resistance no. to poison damage. Poison. You are immune to poison damage and can't oh, be no. poisoned. Pog. On the first page of your thing at the very bottom. You take no damage. Full on immunity. Even he better. has full on immunity to poison damage and cannot be poisoned. So... You nothing happened to you then. You just got covered in goop. <laughs> and it is your turn. Okay, I am. Oh, I am going to cast. Oh wait, first I am prone, so I'm gonna use my movement so I can, oopsie daisy, get back up, and then I am going to cast fireball on that liquid troll. Can I do it? Oh yes, you absolutely may. Okay, I really hope this roll doesn't suck. Oh. I assume you're casting it, like, behind this thing, so that Yeah, it... so that no one else is within, like, range and stuff, yeah. All right. 
Okay, that um, is a 29. He has to make a dexterity saving throw or take the full damage. Let's see what you've got. Um, somehow he has a plus one. A 12, I'm assuming, is a fail. Yep, under a 16. Yes. So he takes 29 fire damage. Oh. I need you to roll me a d20. If you roll D20. under a 10, you will start a forest fire. Thank you, Mythomatic. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a 10 there is a uh fireball that goes off here and the uh the fireball hits the area behind this thing the um trees and the foliage and everything are hit by this fireball but the area is maybe um uh maybe the a little damp from the rain from the day before and the fireball it obliterates a bunch of the wood and the trees here and the the liquid troll moving towards you is covered in this fire um it the when the fire clears the troll is dancing around putting out the fire on it its hair is all burnt away there's little patches of him that are extremely hairy um that are burning and he's patting away at them and uh you deal 29 points of fire to this Roll. Um, big hits. And is that the end of your turn? You want to move or anything else? Oh, um, if I can move just a little bit, um, like right there. There we go. Okay. And we're going to top it around again with Vita. Uh, Vita is going to fly around the Venom Troll and take the help action. Okay. Giving you advantage. On attack rolls again. Wait, hang on. How does help work again? I think it's the next person to attack it gets advantage on their roll. I accept. Lend your aid to a creature's ability check or attack only if you're within five feet of the target. Oh, you can pick, I think. Is that what that means? Yeah. I think we last time we did it, we took it as just the next person the next to attack. Next one? Yeah, that's yeah. fine by me. That works. Um, okay. So Vita just starts pissing off the Venom Troll. Jump, flying around it, swiping at it with these burning um, claws. And uh, that brings us to Will's turn. Okay. Merlin's fireball only hit one of these targets, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to hop over the cart. Five, ten. And I'm going to move up to the one that got toasted. Let me just double check one thing. Sadly, I cannot hit them both with this. It's okay. I'm going to use my menacing aura right here, and the only creature in range would be the Venom Troll. Okay. Which would need to make me a charisma saving throw of 15 or higher, or be feared for one minute. 10. The creature is... is Feared. Let me see what that means. Uh, I assume frightened. So, yes. frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. Creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So, what is this? What do you do? What do we see? Or hear? Or... Uh, this is leaning more into the Will's not quite entirely human theory as there's just... 
a very ominous kind of a red glow comes up out of nowhere and it's hard it doesn't appear to be magic or a spell it's just he's innately very angry and when he gets mad this happens and it's hard to describe other than that yeah this this troll is is um watching you you jump up on top of this cart it weighs down under the the heaviness of you and you run to the other side and as you jump down and look up at this thing your eyes with a red glow to them the um the troll stops for the first time since you you picked up on it and it looks at you and then shouts Bonamita! Bonamita! and uh starts pointing and showing that at you um and looks pretty scared on his disgusting face um uh, that that else? fright is that fright only lasts till the end of my next turn so it's fairly short-lived okay. um then I'm going to step in front of this one and use marked target on this guy, which is this one right here. Boom. What the? Okay. Which is a bonus action. You gain the ability to mark a target for death. As a bonus action, choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. The target is marked for one minute. The effect ends early. If the target dies, you die or you are incapacitated. Until the effect ends, you gain the following benefits. You gain a bonus to damage. Rolls against the marked target. The bonus equals your proficiency bonus. Any attack roll you make against the target is a crit on 19 or a 20. And if the target dies, you regain the hit points equal to your charisma modifier plus one. Nice. Um, I'll put some bullshit on it so that we remember that that is your marked target. Um, and yep. I can't actually swing this turn because I've used all of my power-up stuff, so I will hurt them later okay. and end my turn here. Guinness releases um, Carlsberg from the uh, the cart, and I'm going to just free action Carlsberg away as Carlsberg rushes away from the cart. Guinness will fire again, stepping back towards where you are, Merlin. Um, he says, Oh, get behind me. Oh, these things will eat us alive. They'll eat us alive. We're too small for them. And he fires off his crossbow. Uh, on a 10, he misses again, kind of wildly firing into the area where these trolls are. And that brings us to Fix. Ooh, cool. Okay, um, I'm going to run in front of Stella. Doesn't deserve to die. Um, Debatable. <laughs> kind of a bitch. Um, I will fire off a hex at the liquid troll and double Eldritch Blast it. Okay, what are you hexing? Uh, I am hexing a strength. Okay. Yeah, why not? I don't... I never know how to use that very well. <laughs> uh, 16 and an 8. Wow. Uh, 16 is a hit, so give me the damage on that and then roll me a d20. 14 damage plus 2 necrotic and a 4 on the d20 a 4 on your d20 that's max damage uh 14 with 2 necrotic is max damage 16 well 14 was max damage plus 2 necrotic okay 16 in total 16 damage yeah this thing is still kind of putting out all this stuff you see will moving in behind it um casting some sort of uh spell or encanting in some way and you fire off two of these eldritch blasts one of them strikes this thing um dead center of its forehead knocking its head back it shakes its head um the second one 
He rolled a four. Uh, hits Will. Give me the damage. Oh, no. You miss your foe. Seven. Hit an ally within five feet of them. So, uh, just saying, my armor the, protects your me armor from that one. Come into effect. Does this. No, this oh, automatically yeah, hits him. <laughs> Um, Will, what, do you see this tr this troll that you're uh, marking get hit by a, a spell that you recognize these these forces of energy from um, fighting with Fix Enough over the last few weeks? Um, uh, and then one of them strikes you in the back of the head, and the two of you are just dung dung, and the two of you have to shake your heads as you take seven force damage from the second Eldritch Blast uh, from Fix there. The best part is I know this attack always comes in a pair because I've seen it over and over. So the first one hits and then I'm just like, all right, waiting for the second one. Waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just right in the back. Sorry. In the back of the head. Still getting used think... to the gauntlet. Fire's turn. That, that gauntlet is kicked in, by the way. You do have a plus one to your AC and your strength is up one. Remember, it's attached to that gauntlet, though. And I can, I don't know if you've done that on your sheet, but we can. I haven't added it yet. But. Um, I'll, I'll do a thing. I'll do special bullshit later on. Fire. Um, you feel awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah, poisoned. Yeah. Whatever has happened, mm. this this strange ichor that came out that let forth a burst of um, of toxic uh, blood um, has struck you. And as soon as it does, you feel an instant reaction to it in some way, almost like an allergy. You begin to feel mm -hmm. very sick and dizzy instantly and you do not feel good right now mm -hmm. you're for one minute okay it's a I'm really annoying go. and horrible thing that doesn't yep. let you make any saves i'm gonna free stella oh wait no it can you like, can make a save oh god thank god for that okay i was gonna say that is can oh. i make a save now nope at the end of your turn you can oh, okay i free stella because i saw uh guinness do that with the other horse and i'm like smart and then uh I'm gonna, is this a bush here or a tree? Uh, right that'd be a bush. I'm gonna try and hide. <clears throat> and I have disadvantage on my Yes. Self. Give me a disadvantaged self Ooh. roll. And 18 is pretty good. You um, kind of stumble back past Fix. She fires off two Eldritch Blasts. You um, unclasp the reins from the horse, allowing it to move away um, quickly from the... Um, the cart and then probably dive awkwardly mm -hmm. into a bush nearby but it's a uh you a good bush roll as you hide you just hear fire go i don't feel too good give me a con save to see if you remain feeling bad Ooh, Ooh. 21 you make it surprise surprise as you i feel fine jump back into this thing <laughs> and uh clear your head for a moment you uh Feel the effects of this reaction dissipating very quickly, enough for you to be able to clear your head and get back into the fight. Um, Thank God. Unless the Venom Troll does something terrible to you. Um, I think the first thing that will happen is I will roll uh, D6 to see if uh, its little move reappears. And then um, I guess what I will do is I will swing... Mm. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's see if we can eat Vita. Um, no. Let's <laughs> not. I am currently uh, Venom Troll right now. <laughs> oh, so, sorry, a 14 against Vita's AC. Uh, yeah. Yep. That is. 
Okay, six piercing and eight poison. Is Vita immune to anything? Yeah, immune to poison. Oh, look at that, lucky. But you, so you take six <laughs> piercing. He does get Deliver bit. Deliver it. Okay, he does get bit. Okay. Um, right. the, the, this thing is, Vita is flying around this troll and it just opens its mouth at one point and just <laughs> bites down. You see it catch Vita, but Vita kind of moves and swings out of the way from being like entirely consumed. Um, covered in kind of poison, it burns off of Vita's body quickly and the, uh, the troll moves away from Vita. Again, Vita can make an opportunity attack. And he will. Come on, Vita. An eight. An eight is a miss. <laughs> Um, and then, um, it is behind you, Will, with, uh, two claw attacks towards you and your brand new AC, 24 and a 16. Those will both miss when I turn and reaction cast shield at this thing and just stop the attack. Yeah. This thing moves, uh, it kind of just, as it's biting up at Vita, it's moving forward. It swings two claws at you. One of them... Um, stopped immediately by this arcane shield and then uh, the second one as well. It looks down at you quizzically, kind of too... Yeah, too dumb to know what the fuck just happened to it. Oh, actually, oh, I boy. just realized it can't walk towards me. It's frightened of me. Oh, it is frightened of you. Rewind all of that. That's perfect. It's going to go over to Merlin and... Uh, Guinness instead. On second no. thought, it can come right over <laughs> oh, the water's warm. <laughs> water I will re-roll the attack rolls, though. One going towards uh, uh, Guinness, and then the second one... Oh, natural one against Guinness, and then the second one is a natural one again. What the fuck? Please <laughs> come back yes, and hit me shield. with those. Yes. Wow. Oh, that would have been really <laughs> useful so against you. so many nat ones this session. It's insane. It is madness. What? This is a crazy session, and I don't trust that we're in the Matrix now. The horse gets to free <laughs> run away, because that was the rules I wrote for getting the horses free. Um, now, roll me a d20. Yeah, roll me two, uh, Merlin. You may determine what happens here. Wait, what? Roll, roll a two? Two d20s. One d20, and then another d20, please. See what happens. A nine and a seven. As this thing is moving towards you, it crunches onto the 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 um the uh the parts of the cart that were splintered and broken, and you see like a piece of branch go up into this thing's leg. It kind of stumbles a little bit. You've reduced its speed. Um and then the second one is a seven. Um you, if you would like, may climb onto the troll. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. You essentially get a, a free ability to be able to, to, uh, to, um, uh, what's it called? Where you jump on to, mount. uh, yeah. mount. Mount a creature. More. Climb a creature is what it's called. If I was more, uh, melee um attuned i would i do this in a heartbeat but because uh i focus on magic um this this would not be a good idea so i will refrain from climbing the tree. you could refrain. ride one and hit the other <laughs> go oh, back no. like, no, kind of no, like ratatouille no, it and like just yeah. control it to, to you, may, you, you could always try 
She's making so much sense. Oh, Please don't talk her out of it. <laughs> she, she was right on the money. <laughs> don't do that. Um, okay. I, I won't. All right. So this thing is right in front of you, though, and it, it looks like it wants to eat you. And it is no longer feared now. Is that right? Correct. Uh, no, the, oh, the end of my turn. turn. At the end of your turn. All right, liquid troll, burning a little bit, covered in this mark. Does the mark, the mark is just giving you abilities to attack it or does it do anything now that it's about to try and attack you instead? The, the mark is offensive for me. Its attacks are still normal. All righty then. So all of these attacks are for you. It goes crazy and sees you in front of it and shouts uh, Manana and now will attempt to uh, bite you on a 10 and then... Uh, Claw, claw. So 24 and then a 17 on its I will claw attack. go ahead and use shield and block that big claw attack. Yes. You cast the shield. This is pretty much what actually happened last time. But again, this thing just starts swiping at you. It hits this arcane shield that you bring up and it just looks extremely confused as it does so. Um, looking down at you very quizzically and confused. And that's the end of its turn. Merlin, in front of you, and this thing is 15 feet tall. I can't remember how tall you are, but it was pretty short, like three foot. Um, yeah, you're like looking up at... This is... If we could play it, I would play the Attack on Titan thing. Oh, no. Oh, God. As it's looking down at you and a dwarf. Oh, no. And you oh. hear, being this close to it, its stomach rumble. Oh yeah, too. I could play at that game too. I'm mighty hungry. Can I use a bonus action first? You want to do a counter stomach rumble? Well, well not yet. But <laughs> you I can. Was you can use um, in any order. Uh, can I? Uh, can I push it telekinetic so that it's it's not too close to me and Guinness? Yeah. What are the rules on that? That's anything, is it? Or anything the same I, size as you? Yeah. One creature you can I, yes. see. Yeah, man, that's mad. Um, that could yeah. move a Tarrasque, <laughs> could it? <laughs> can that move a, a creature of any size? You can technically shove it, one creature you can see within 30 feet. It doesn't mention size at all. It doesn't. That's insane. Wizards, <laughs> that can't be right. You made this up. I feel like Dis Disby wrote up. this in and was like, yeah, this is what I get now. Yeah. <laughs> um... Which is, which is what Murgles does to me in our offline game. She just showed up with a thing that could do all this stuff that doesn't exist. And now I'm uh, afraid of it happening all the time. Okay, yeah, you may shove it away from you and it moves. It makes a strength save. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So strength save coming in from the Venom Troll. It has to be... Oh, well, a 21 on oh, DC8 plus your proficiency. Oh. Yeah, you try and move it telekinetically. There's like that moment where... Charles Xavier puts his hands to his head and then he always gets that feedback and goes, Aah! because this thing is not moving. It's like trying to move a building uh, telekinetically. It's just really difficult to do. Um, and it doesn't move. It's your bonus well, action. Oh boy, yep, that's okay. Um, could I take a step back without it attacking me? Or is it gonna, is it gonna swipe at me? Um, it has the option to... Um, to swipe at you, whether it does or it doesn't, is up to the creature on the turn. Dang it! Okay, um, I I'm gonna attempt to take a step back. I do it. It is going to try. No. And eat okay. you. No. Let's roll an attack roll for you. A twelve. Oh, missed. Yes, you 
move out of the way and just these jaws come down and you're gone. You hear the teeth crack together as you stumble backwards out of the way of this thing. Okay, I'm now going to use Scorching Ray, all three blasts on this mofo. Okay. Okay, all right, here we go. There's a one. 18 hits. And a two. 24 hits. It's good, it's good. And a three. Uh, 17 hits. They all hit. Let's go. All right, here's all the damage incoming. Okay, that's 15. 15 damage total. These things come flying towards the troll. The troll is uh, hit by all of them. Does not like it at all. Um, I imagine so. You still have the rest of your movement if you want to run further. Okay, you know what? I think I will, and I'm going to hide with fire. Okay. You rush around this uh, tree and fire. I, You're and in I, a bush. I, I One, suddenly, there is Merlin next to you as well. I beckon Gennis to come this way, too. Sure. Fully understand exactly what you mean. And it is now Vita's turn. Uh, yeah. Vita shakes off the bite and goes straight back after the Venom Troll and helps again. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Oh, wait. No, no what are you doing? You're action. doing the help action for the yeah. next attack roll. Okay. Yeah, uh, hopefully Guinness can hit this time. <laughs> that is Will's turn then. All right. Um, just going to look right up at the troll and say, here comes the fun part. And use... Uh, Vow of Enmity. Uh, to give myself advantage on the swing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna cast Booming Blade. Which is a 19. Okay. Um, 19 is a hit. 19 is a hit. And that's going to deal... Give me a sec. Um, it is going to deal... Nineteen total damage. Sorry, there's a lot of modifiers yeah, going yeah, into that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, five. It's five slashing, six thunder, five radiant, and three additional slashing. You. You uh you strike this thing with the um with the sword. It cuts open a nasty wound. The um creature is wreathed in that booming blade um kind of glow and it looks down pissed off now. This one is kind of kind of getting beaten up as uh, it has a couple of wounds, it's burning in places, it's probably still on fire in in a way. Um and you deal 19 points of damage to the liquid troll. And anything else on your turn? I'm going to step directly in front of it. Kind of like with body language that just says you're not going any further and end my turn right there. Okay. The uh, next turn goes to Guinness. He drops his crossbow and says, Right, you bastard. Now it's time for me to fight like a real dwarf. And from absolutely nowhere, <laughs> he pulls out a battle axe that you didn't even know was on him. Pulls it out from his trousers, but it's not what Where you think it is. It's an it? actual battle axe. Um, 
What I've just found out is that Guinness has pack tactics, which is amazing. Uh, <laughs> so Vita is within five feet of him, so he has advantage on the attack. He would have had advantage anyway, because Vita was helping. And he gets double advantage, if only that <laughs> hey. existed. Um, Lucky him. And uh, let's swing and attack. Ooh, a 26. He pulls a battle axe out from his underwear, and this thing comes out. No one is expecting it, and he runs this up the front of this um, this troll's leg and the bottom of its gut, kind of opening up this horrible uh, wound. However, it's no good with this creature. Not a good idea. Oh, 15 no. damage he deals, slashing damage, but every creature within five feet of the troll takes poison damage now this won't affect vita but the spray of poisonous um acidic blood strikes um guinness as he's not expecting it for five damage guinness's hips with all of this burning venomous um troll blood and he says bastard i'm a dwarf um which was me reminding myself that he takes half so nice he is at 73 hit points and it is fix's turn um uh, i'm glancing between merlin and will trying to decide who i should uh, prioritize assisting more um but seeing as the number game seems to favor helping Will, I put uh, run towards Will and fire two more Eldritch Blasts at the Liquid Troll. Okay. I duck. Yes. <laughs> I will shout as I do it. Da down below. That's uh, so a 22 and a 12. 22 hits. That's a nine on blast damage and then four necrotic. Four necrotic damage. Yes, again, these two Eldritch Blasts fly off. Will ducks, one flies over his head. Um, both strike this creature, but one of them seems to be the uh, one that really hits. It hits a, a piece of him that is um, not uh, hardened by disgusting calluses and strikes and deals the damage to it. And you want to do anything else? No, that's it. All right, Fire's turn. I would like to shoot the Venom Troll in the back of the knee with my bow sneak attack right uh, I'm yep. you have advantage ooh ooh oh, so I'll just roll again uh, good thing I have advantage the 20 is a hit and you deal uh 14 uh oh 14 sneak attack damage 9 piercing damage uh which is 700 and yeah. 48 damage um, to the creature. Yeah, this, this arrow flies out, sticks into the back of this creature's leg. Um, you get it just at the point where this thing... Um, its leg is already kind of messed up. It seems to have these branches and splintered bits of the cart stuck in its leg. Um, so sighting up and realizing that that part of its leg is... Um, weak, you're able to fire an arrow into it. It stumbles forward a little bit while dealing with this um, with Guinness in front of him. What else do you want to do? Uh, stay hidden. Okay, give me a stealth check. 
21. 21. Ah, uh, Venom Troll. Let's see here. Um, um, let's see here. The troll is going to try and pick up Guinness. <laughs> um, so that will be a strength check. God, from I want to see Guinness riding the troll so badly. Uh, 21, and Guinness has to be a 21. Let's see. He has uh, plus two to his athletics, so. A 17, it's not enough. You see this enormous venom troll reach down for Guinness. Guinness bringing his battle axe up, but not quick enough. Two hands grabbing Guinness around the shoulders and lifting him up. And it begins to open its mouth. Um, liquid troll is going to uh, stumble around you, Will, um, swinging its claws wildly at you which will cause an explosion dealing yes. 2d8 thunder give damage please give give damage plus it will eat 10 thunder damage for its trouble 10 damage goes off and it stumbles around you it is going to swipe two claws at you and try and bite fix 21 and a 16 on you will uh one will hit one will hit. You will take 12 piercing damage. If the troll hits a creature with both attacks at the same time, it doesn't. But you don't want to get hit by them both at the same time. Then a bite attack towards Fix on a 16. A hit. Even with your brand new gauntlet. Even with. Can you believe it? The um, swinging wildly, this booming blade goes off and maybe distracts both of you as, uh, Will, you feel the strike of one of these claws as it rushes um, past you, uh, runs a claw or hits you in such a way that it deals enough damage through even your thick armor. Um, as it does so, Fix, you um, look up and this thing's enormous mouth is coming down towards you and you move out of the way as best you can, but you feel it bite into your back and shoulder as it... <laughs> Bites and um, as it does, it bursts into flames as I cast Hellish Rebuke as a reaction. Give damage, please. 28 fire damage. Ooh, that is a lot of damage. Um, <laughs> yes, you uh, you ignite this thing from underneath it. Suddenly, Will, you're taken aback as flames rush up this thing. Um, it is so badly fucked up, but it is not dead. The uh, thing has got flames all over it from varying sources, cuts and um, and sort of bruises from these eldritch blasts, but it's still standing um, and it doesn't even seem to care because it's got a nice chunk of fixed flesh to eat for now. And that is yeah. the end of its turn, bringing us to Merlin's I'm look turn. over and be like, we'll do that more often. <laughs> Um, uh, first things first, I think Merlin would hand a potion of greater healing to fire. Mm -hmm. And then... I will allow it. Thank you. And then I will... Staff of Necrosis. I'll pull out that big old staff and I'll, I'll uh, try and um, cast some necrotic spells on this Venom Troll so he lets go of poor old Guinness. Okay. 23. Staff of Necrosis fires and it uh, will hit. 10. 
10 necrotic damage as the uh, the horrible necrotic energy launches out from this staff, floating and, big, um, and picking up speed as it moves towards the Venom Troll. It strikes the troll. With its dinner still in hand, it swings around and looks at you. Guinness being no. crushed. Ah, um, okay, um, Guinness is I now try? here because it's looking at you. Oh no! Can I can I attempt to to push again? Yes. Okay, I will I will push. You let go of Guinness. An eighteen. Oh, uh, as this the telekinetic thing doesn't work, you uh, unable to push this thing. It's too big and heavy and strong. Vita's turn. Sorry, Guinness. Um. Yeah, Vita's gonna fly around here and take the health action again. Nice, predictable. Alright, brings us to Will. Okay, this uh, this troll, uh, is it regenerating in any way? Does it look like this thing's wounds are closing up as we've been fighting it or no? Nope. Okay. I stab it in the face. Okay, give me the attack roll. With a uh, regular stab, not the booming blade, so I can swing... Wait, no, I, I don't have two swings yet, do I? I do not. Okay, never oh, mind. Yeah, it's still a booming not, blade. Yeah. I don't have my second swing unlocked yet. So, a booming blade it is. And roll. <laughs> I mean, how do you kill it? Probably. Can you do? Can you do more <laughs> than ten? Uh, Eleven damage on a natural twenty. If I had to guess, this would be like forty-ish damage, if I added it all up. So. Yes, it's going to be more than 10. <laughs> what does this look like? What do you do? How do you kill the uh, the troll? I think when the thing goes into bite fix, it like gets a mouthful of flesh. And as it comes back, it also caught a mouthful of sword right up through the bottom of the jaw. And it takes, takes a second to register that it's chewing, but there's something in the way. And then right to the brain. And yeah, it falls down the uh the sword and then then will you probably have to remove the sword and, and dodge backwards as this thing just hits the ground um earthquaking sound as this enormous troll hits the ground and rolls over its eyes rolling up in its head this one is defeated and it is still your turn if you have anything left that you want to do uh i will use my movement i'll just Look up at Fix for a sec, nod quickly, and then immediately run this way. And jump over the cart and land right here behind Vita. And end my turn here. Okay. Um, Guinness will... Oh, man, how dumb is Guinness? Oh, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> he's pretty dumb. Actually, this doesn't reflect his uh, stats. Hang on a second. I think I have them somewhere. I don't think he's this dumb. Ah, yeah, he is. He's a dwarf and he's resistant to poison. Yeah, I think he's just going to hit it again. Battleaxe. Strike. On a 10. You get an advantage. He has advantage. On a 20. A non-natural 20. He gets... Uh, he's kind of restrained, but he manages to loose one arm through the fingers of this troll and he just strikes the axe into the side of it, dealing six damage to the troll and releasing another spray of um, venomous troll blood. Um, oh, it's 2d8. I think I rolled 2d6 before. I don't remember. He's going to take one, no, two damage himself from the spray of blood uh, as he you bastard get off me 
Um, and he swings wildly at it, but I think that is the end of his turn. Fix your turn. Stagger, clutching my shoulder, and then run after Will. I'm going to jump up onto the cart here. Mm -hmm. um, and then bonus action hex this troll now for strength again. And Eldritch Blast! Yeah. Do it. Ooh, 12. 12's a miss. Like That's a miss. 21! 21's a hit. For 5 plus 2, 7 damage. Seven damage, yeah. Another Eldritch Blast coming in and uh, and hitting this thing. Boom! It um, continues to look like it just wants to eat um, uh, Guinness in his hands, uh, glancing over at you. It doesn't look great, though. Uh, it doesn't look too... Uh, it looks a little beat up. Let's see. Uh, is that the end of your turn? It is. Fire's turn. Okay. I would like to chug the potion that I was just given. Uh, for 14 14 okay. HP returns to you um and is that my action or is that bonus action that remember. is your action okay bonus action I want to stay hidden okay give me a stealth check uh, 21 again yes the venom troll is going to attempt to uh to eat Guinness. Let's make an attack with advantage on Guinness. Or 25 will hit. Uh, seven of it being piercing damage. And then four of it being poison. Um, it bites Guinness and Guinness's head is in its mouth and it starts to distend its jaw and just like eat Guinness whole from inside the thing's gullet you just hear as he is now consuming Guinness um which we've all done on a on a quiet <laughs> Friday night at the pub um the liquid troll says it regenerates oh. 10 HP and uh up until then it, i don't think it had regenerated until this turn like lot like it was the only time it didn't take fire damage was up until the last thing but then nobody else hit it with fire and he wait last turn it got hit by my hellish rebuke which was fire this turn beginning with vita all the way around actually does it count as last turn or this turn hang on that was I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know <laughs> I can't remember either. when it was. So the lake troll regains 10 hit points at the start of his turn. If the lake troll takes uh, fire damage, it regains only... F oh, oh. Yeah, no, he's up. Oh, this whole time I've been playing this wrong anyway. Oh. Um, so... <laughs> wow, this is unbeatable. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, um. oh, oh no, the, the liquid troll says, mm -hmm. and then sits up, scratches its head, sniffs the air, and then turns around and stands up and trundles over to where you are, Fix. Fuck. It, would it have used half its movement standing up? Yes. 
it will move over to where you are fixed and that will be all it will do and it is uh merlin's turn oh god uh well merlin is gonna scurry uh to to will and, and hand him um a potion of greater healing okay okay and, um he's then also going to use scorching ray um twice on the venom troll and one on the liquid troll that's come back up okay give me the attacks oh boy 24 13 17. So, 24 hits and 17 hits, so one on each of the trolls. 10 yes. fire damage fired over at the one which is currently eating Guinness. And uh, 11 fire damage at the other one, which falls over again. Uh, hits the ground and is dead. Oh. Um, is dead, dead this time? No. The um, <laughs> the other one is also still alive, and that would be the end of your turn, I assume. Yeah, I'm gonna scurry on back into the bush with fire. Okay, Vita's turn. Oof. Um. Oof. Uh, so the, yeah, it's gonna take the health action again to help Will if Will decides to attack. Okay, Will's turn. Okay, so it, it's <laughs> it's dead or it's down. <laughs> I'm unclear on how the regen thing is working. Currently dead. If... Can I can I can I make a perception check or anything to see if it's like still breathing? Yes. Give me a perception check or a nature check or a medicine check. Perception or nature or medicine. Three skills I am not proficient in. Uh, we will do perception. I want to want to glance at it and see like you can see all of the wounds and things on its body slowly knitting back together. Nope, I'm going to jump back up on this cart and I am going to drive my sword directly into its throat. All right, give me an attack roll with advantage. Uh, that is a 20, and um, I will hit it with a Divine Smite, because I want it to die. Yes. So that is going to be Booming Blade damage. The Justice damage, which didn't roll very well. And then it's also going to take... An additional five radiant and three slashing from my two other special abilities that were going so eight total you hit so it in the plus. in the throat and its throat and head explodes <laughs> there is just gore and blood it runs up the side of the cart and spreads <laughs> across the uh the ground it r rushes towards um where you guys are stood and there is just the goop spilling out from this thing's neck okay is it still breathing? Give me a perception check. <laughs> is, is it still knitting its wounds up? Uh-huh. No. A five. Well, maybe. No. Oh, you can't tell. There's too much going on. 
all right. I, I'm going to turn and hop back down. And as I'm hopping down, I'm going to look at Merlin and say, burn that thing to ash and I'm, end my turn. Okay. Guinness, I guess, will do nothing. He is currently being consumed and has lost his privileges, which brings us to fix his turn. Hmm. Um, technical question. Hmm. If I were to make a melee spell attack, what would, what is that? What would that look like? How does that work? Uh, it just means you make a, an attack uh, within melee range, in it, but it counts as a spell. I see. So I get my spell attack bonus, but it'd just be like a flat. Okay. Um, interesting. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to... Um... Ish. So many things I want to do. Uh, yeah, Eldritch Blast, the Venom Troll. How fun and original. Yep. You wanted to it's play a, a Warlock. natural 27. Natural 27 and a 19. And a 19. They both hit. Can you do more than four damage? <laughs> 34? Will I do it? How do you kill it? <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I... Aim the Eldritch Blast where I think, as I have knowledge of these things, biologically, its asshole will be. And I kind of aim the blast upwards so that it goes through the troll and I try to fire Guinness out the other end. Wow. Um, because this is a natural 27, <laughs> that works somehow. Guinness is fire, like, fired out of this thing as, as from the inside out, like fucking Independence Day. This thing, the, the Eldritch Blast goes up its ass and then just explodes from the inside it has the worst anal fissures of all time <laughs> and then uh the pressure buildup pushes guinness out who just <laughs> is launched and lands rolling over nearby the bush where um merlin and and fire is covered in kind of goop and poison and he stands up and dizzily kind of wobbles um the venom troll falls down all kind of all kinds of messed up but mostly in its rear end um the thing lands on the ground and it's dead would you like to do anything else on your turn um i want to check if it's still breathing <laughs> give me a perception medicine or nature check An eight. Um, it really doesn't look like it's still breathing. I don't trust it. You rolled an eight. Yep. Fire's turn. <laughs> Everything's done now. So I will leave the bush and stand up and brush myself up and just say, okay, who's going to get the horses then? How do we get them? The, uh, liquid troll. Actually, I guess it would probably be something like, um, As a tiny little nubbin of a head grows out of the, the torn mess that was destroyed by Will, a little head appears on the liquid troll and he's back to life once again. Okay. Um, and uh, it sits up and it looks uh, around um, like it did before. It goes to scratch his head and his head, his hand, giant hand flies over the top of its tiny head and it says and stands up and turns around and there's just what so honestly from your perspective looks like a headless 
lake troll standing in front of you, Fix. And uh, it is going to... It can't... I'm not even going to let it do a bite attack, but it's going to swing you. at you with its claws because it doesn't have a head yet. But its head begins to, like, swell and grow in front of you. That's seen in Men in Black. Mm. Where it's, you know, the thing in its head goes... And it grows and he says, do you know how much that stings? That's what's happening over the course of this turn. And it's going to swing once with its claws on a natural one. Roll me a d20. And second with its claws on a 23. Well, the second one will hit, and that's the 17 on the d20. 17 on the d20. Um, f- you take 17 piercing damage as it absolutely beats you across this cart here. Um, Question, Brad. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if standing up counts because it uses movement, but it would have set off booming blade again if that's the case. Does dying end the spell? Like- it's just as if the target moves before my next turn, so I guess it kind of depends on if you consider standing up moving or not. Roll me a d20. <laughs> Roll a d20. Under a 10. And it will... Oh, nice! <laughs> I can! It swings at you, and then, boom, booming blade goes off, and the thing falls dead. Oh, thank God. Which did... Exactly 10 thunder to stop it. Thanks, Well. Merlin's turn. I, um, can I, can I attempt to push it when it's dead? Yes. Okay, I will tell a Connecticut. Yes, you push so it, it has five some feet. Distance. Okay, it has some distance between itself and fire. I will frickin' use a fireball on this thing so it doesn't come back. (laughs) Yes. Okay, boom. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna fail its dex save. Roll me a d20. Okay. This thing has to go. Oops. Okay. First thing that happens is the fireball goes off and... Oh, no. This thing is burned to cinders. Um... The area behind where it, uh, I'm assuming you don't aim the fireball at uh, anything, hence why you pushed it and then hit, uh, yes. set off the fireball, um, is uh, the tree behind it is ignited suddenly in oh, no. flame as you um, oh, no. accidentally start a fire in this uh, area. There is a sudden... Um, Everything is on fire. What Oops. else do you do on your turn? Um, oh, I, well, um, I don't think I have anything to put this fire out. I think Merlin, uh, starts to run around in circles in panic. <laughs> knowing that he's caused the fire. Right. <laughs> Let's see if this is a fire sound effect or something completely different which is very possible considering we have a character called fire and i have a lot of sounds that might be fire it is fire um a fire begins you can all thank and subscribe to mythomatic for reminding me just after all even even showing me after all these years that people launching fireballs in forests and stuff never sets off forest fires yeah come on 
everything on fire. It's the greatest thing. I, I saw him do it and I went every time, why are we not taking into account people using fireball in a forest doesn't... <laughs> you need to think, Mark. Think when you're using a fireball in a forest. On the plus side, it burns up this troll. On the negative side, you have started a terrible forest fire. Um, it is now Vita's turn. Um, so this venom troll is still potentially a thing. Um, all right. Vita's going to sort of fly over the top of it, really, and it's going to use burn up. Oh. Which is 10 foot radius of fire. Each creature must make a DC 11 dex save, taking 2d6 fire damage and a fail save. Okay, well, it automatically fails, so give me the damage. Five. Five, yeah. Another set of flame um, from Vita as the uh, troll underneath it is um, burned up. Roll me a d20. Under a five, you'll start another fire in that side of the forest. <laughs> it's a smaller 16. flame, so I'll give you a lower DC. And uh, yes, this troll over there is burned up, burned down to, to nothing, basically. Um, what? Do you do... No, I guess it's Will's turn. There's still a fire. <laughs> right. Um, so the trolls spreading. are done and gone and reduced to ash. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll, I'll probably look to there are two spellcasters first and say, can you put that out? Uh, uh, I'm going to interpret that as a no and start running. Guinness says, Oh, my cat! Keep it off me cat! I'm going to position myself right here, and I am going to cast the spell Thunder Wave angled to the southwest into the tree. Okay. Which will effectively be my, be my, or be me clapping my hands and making a massive outward, just concussive force. I want to see if I can extinguish the fire that way. Yes. There is a boom, and then uh, you do the Hulk clap and yes the uh fire is extinguished before it really gets going Phew. and you guys find yourselves in a forest surrounded by burned trees dry trees um but no fire doesn't appear to be anything but two giant piles of ash where the ogres were um and uh guinness rushes over to his cart uh, and says oh get me stuff's all burnt is it is me stuff burnt no you're fine it's fine oh what about the horses where have they gone he whistles which i won't do and the horses um clippity clop over and he says hey okay uh, fire, you, oh. Fire, you try and get still all hooked back up. Oh, oh. easy. All right, and I'll, uh, yeah, Carlsberg, bastards are covered in shit. Hey, is everybody all right? Felt better. I want to go check out those corpses, actually. Yep, mm -hmm. you go wandering off into the forest towards these, uh, 
there's a there's a smaller uh, fire that's like a campfire on an old piece of rock from a from a uh, ruin of sorts that is sitting um, uh, aside from the road. Um, on it is just burned meat that you know was once a human body. Um, it is grotesque. It stinks, and um, uh, but nothing can really be made of the body which is on the fire. The two bodies either side of it, however, um, you can see uh, uh, are in bad condition. They they might be like uh, a day or two old, um, and they've begun to um, uh, they've entered a state of sort of rigor mortis. But they've also had like chunks bitten out of them just through the clothing that's on them. Um, they also have like certain burn marks on them. They look like they were bludgeoned as well, like to death. So their bodies are twisted and broken in angles. Their heads are a mess. But you can make out that one of them was once an elf or a half elf. And one of them is a human. All three of them men. Um, I'll search that pocket. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Um... And uh, fire, give me an animal hand. On 11, just enough, you manage to coax <clears throat> Stella back towards the cart and begin to uh, reattach the reins. And uh, let's see here. What did you get? An eight on the investigation. You start looking them over, but you don't recognize um, much of what's on them. I think you can easily recognize the uh, emblem of the Guardian Army on them. Their outfits are actually very similar to what they... Um, uh, what the uh, watch were wearing back at Jairus, but the Jairus guards had the um, the uh, the wolf emblem on them. The um, the soldiers here seem to have uh, a purple sash uh, across the like sewn in, because so like a, a purple slash of of uh, um, color across the front of their uniforms, and uh, they have the symbol of um, guardia on them. One of them has uh, kind of a half cloak of red on them, but it seems to have been torn and ripped up. Um, but was probably once uh, um, something like a, a cloak. But yeah, they don't have anything on them. It seems that their weapons and their things aren't here. Um, whether that means that they were uh, left behind or eaten or something, you don't know. But you don't. They don't seem to have anything on them. Um, nothing in their pockets or anything like that. They um, uh, they just appear to be these bodies. No, hmm. no other things on them. But you can certainly recognise that they were soldiers of Guardia in some way. But they have kind of odd-looking uniforms. Um, so while Fire is preoccupied with Guinness, I'd like to try and slyly grab Merlin and Will and bring them over. Um, I th uh, there's something you might want to look at over here, maybe. You too quietly oh I just, sure I, I think there's you would just find me kind of looking at the tree that has just been extinguished with kind of like a huh nice work um but they seem to be guardian soldiers i don't know if there's anything you make of that will Marlon, i was mostly wondering if maybe they were any good for you oh yeah no i'll i'll make use out of um yeah i would advise maybe uh you turn around not not unless you don't mind uh watching i was thinking we might burn the bodies but if you can use them then 
probably better that way. Uh, just let Will look at them first, though, before you get started. Right. I will take a look at the bodies. Uh, yeah, you um, can recognize what they are. These are actually um, uh, soldiers of the town of Kira. They have a dedicated set of guardsmen. Um, while they will, there will be dedicated military in town who just wear the standard uniforms of Guardia. Um, the ones with the purple sash on them uh, belong to or work for the town of Kira specifically. So they're, they're essentially um, town watch, but they have an extended element to it in that they're part of the Guardian army and not... Uh, they can be drafted very quickly, basically. And the purple sash just simply uh, designates them as uh, belonging to Kira. They're quite far away, um, but it wouldn't be too untoward that they would send out these scouting parties um it's quite hard to tell on these guys what they were doing but you can give me an investigation check um since they don't have any other things on them physical things or a horse nearby with a pack on it or anything they just have themselves uh give me an investigation check anyway since it's in base yeah on a three you're not a hundred percent sure why they would be out here, why the dedicated townsfolk would be out here, I would say probably your best guess as a military man with an understanding. Um, you definitely know that these are dedicated guardsmen, is what they're called, of Kira. Um, they belong to the army, they can be drafted to do just about anything, and they're probably a scout party of some sort, maybe out here scouting for something in particular, um, or possibly just um, ensuring that there aren't, you know, camps of things going on. There's been raids constantly there's also these uh attacks on Carl and some point so it could be something like that but there's nothing on them here in the immediate vicinity that seems to suggest um what it is what you can um uh do is um uh, take a sort of mental note of these two particularly and, and take an idea of who they might be and what they look like for when you arrive at kira um so if you say to somebody they looked like this you can just say they look like this, and uh, that would be a thing. But generally speaking, I don't think you can... Um, you don't find anything else. Um, they are clearly just food. Uh, then sure, there's a, I will... a biting noise, probably, from Merlin. Sure, I will, I will take note of their like appearances, but also, is there any other belongings or anything nearby? Like maybe the troll removed their weapons or anything? Marching orders, perhaps? Anything like that? Now, the investigation check from Fix on the 8 um, is the turn-up of, of nothing. Um, there's nothing else here. Um, uh, but the 8 is a pass in, a, in the sense that there is nothing here as well. Um, gotcha. they, they were brought here from another location to be eaten by these trolls. Can I see which direction they were dragged here from? Is there signs of a struggle leading up to this area? Yeah, you can give me a, a survival check. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen on survival. There is, um, uh, there is a lot of um, uh, chaos, and you start looking around this area. Um, what you don't find is like any signs of struggle or anything like that, but you can make out where these trolls have been. It's uh, there's a, a complete. Um, uh, disarray of of local plant life in that 
lots of these um, plants and bushes have been disturbed in a very obvious once you tune into it and realize there's a, a, a trail of of destruction through the plants and the trees um, that seems to lead in a uh, southeasterly direction away from the road the road is kind of heading southwest at the moment um, away from the road you'd have to go off road a little bit to um further into the underbrush a little bit but you could certainly pick up a trail of where these guys came from um what would most likely have been today or last night gotcha how close are we to kira at this point like southwest versus southeast i'm trying to figure you are, are we from and town? i will bring you uh chat over here as well um you're pretty close to kira i think you're about uh half a day away um uh south so it says a day but this isn't very very accurate because uh, you're in a half hex here you're probably more like somewhere here um about a half day travel on the road with the carts um is uh yeah obviously with nothing else going wrong uh, so it's about four and you'll, be... you'll be there by like uh tonight nightfall like so, 10. so basically there's no landmark to the southeast like there's not i don't see a settlement or anything it just goes towards a river right oh right yeah no this is just leading into a forest there wouldn't be anything there i don't know if you'd know the land that well to know that it leads to anything like a lake or a river if much further south um East is the river. It's quite far, though. It's possible that's where they came from. Also, this thing is a water-based troll, but the, uh, yeah, I don't know if you know exactly where it leads. You'd have to head off and actively investigate. Um, you'd be traveling for a tiny little bit off the road to continue away from it. You don't know where, how long or where it goes, but... Gotcha. It's certainly off the road. Um, then in that case, I will, I will start digging a grave, I suppose. Well, they are. Well, 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 you well, well. Guinness is shouting uh, at you. Merlin, are you eating a desiccated I have, corpse? I am going to eat their brains. I immediately Merlin, create if, an if, illusory if Merlin, wall between Merlin and the rest of the party so that no one can see uh, what will, will would get in Merlin's way. If he tries to eat soldiers of Guardia. Whoa. And just kind of cross his arms. These men are my blood sworn brothers. You will not desecrate their bodies. It wouldn't be you can wait a day. I... I'll catch you a deer. You will not eat sons of Guardia. Back off. That was my idea. Don't shout at Merlin for it. I'm not shouting yet. No, 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 it's, it's okay, it's okay, sorry, I just, I, I, I don't know uh, what came over me, but perhaps it was my stomach. Uh, Melanie, you did hunger nothing is, wrong. Hunger is a normal thing. We'll, we'll find you some food, but not this. We don't have time to bury them, and maybe put them on the fire, so they can't become food. Right. You're right. I will construct a small funeral pyre for them then. Like, stack up. Guinness comes you... wandering over. Will, you help me with this here car. I need a lift up. We gotta fix this here uh, wheel. Will. Wheel, wheel, wheel. In a moment, yes. 
Hey, what's wrong with you? You need help. I got no. medicine. Yeah, I'll get you some bandages. The only thing I require at this moment is silence. Oh, shit, what happened to them? Death. Oh, fuck. Are they guardsmen? From Kira. All right, hey, hey. Well, when, uh, when you're done, uh, the wheels, the wheels, wheel, 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 wheels fucked on the car, so I wouldn't mind a hand, but I'll let you, leave you to your, uh, all right. Heads back. Come on, Merlin. Let's pat him on the shoulder and walk off with him. He follows. I will start a fire, small pile of sticks and such, and give him a moment of silence and watch till the fire takes hold. And probably have like a reflection of my own hometown burning with similar guardsmen as well while I watch for a few minutes. And then catch up with the others. And that is where we're going to end today's session. Mm. Because I lost track of time. Did not realize that it was quarter past. <laughs> um, you get, we all get inspiration. You all get Yay. absolutely nothing. Um, oh, no. Satisfaction of defeating two pretty difficult to defeat enemies, to be honest. That second one, mm -hmm. let me just explain something to you that I am amazed and would have made that. That went from... Uh, I think they were CR7 each. My one's a bit higher, actually. Yeah, both CR7. So that's two CR7 creatures. You guys are level 5-ish. You're sort of not... It's not the easiest of fights, depending on how it goes. But the Lake Troll, uh, I did not read correctly. I thought it was take... Um, so it can... The Lake Troll regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn, which all trolls almost all have the same thing, where they either take acid or fire damage and they regenerate at the beginning of their turn. Um, you pretty much straight away started burning them, so I was like, okay, whatever. I'm trying to keep it in my brain. Um, this one is cold or fire damage, but then what I completely misread is that it regains only 5 hit points at the start of its next turn if it's hit by cold or fire. Um, if it takes both cold and fire damage, that's when its regeneration trait doesn't kick in. Which means every time you hit it with fire, I was like, okay, it doesn't regen. It would have regened 5 HP. Um, but it only dies if it starts its turn with 0 hit points and doesn't regenerate. Which means it just doesn't die unless you hit it with cold and fire in a single turn. Which seems crazy to me. Because um, cold damage is pretty hard. Like fire damage anyone... If you were a group of non-magical rogues, you could light a fire or something. Cold damage is pretty hard to come by. This thing is almost... It's like fighting cell in <laughs> dragon ball z it's just going to keep coming back i honestly believe that and maybe that well. underneath that ash there's one cell of this thing which is currently multiplying um <laughs> which uh, i will not i promise won't just suddenly come back and get you or whatever but oh, please for, make it <laughs> for the for the record i think it's probably still alive technically well. and will slowly be regening uh underneath that ash it's a mental completely insane uh, thing maybe i'm wrong it's called a lake troll uh you can look it up uh that was a lake troll and a venom troll um and i i misread it but i mean it probably wouldn't have changed too much with the fight because you guys hit hard but still that's pretty mad 
I think. Um, and also, I don't know how you're supposed to figure it out. That you have to deal cold and fire damage to it. There's yeah. nothing on it that suggests that you would know that. It's just a thing that... You, it, it has like a swimming speed. I think it's supposed to be more of like a swamp-based troll. Um, when you use it appropriately or whatever. But still, it is a weird creature. And I... That seems OP. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway, that was today's combat. I was concerned about that when I I, I kind of... Uh, um, at this point, like, the, there's something weird about hitting level 5 with four party members. I find that the uh, combat it, uh, balancing, when you look up what is and isn't available and building the combat encounters, they tend to swing wildly dam like dangerous and, and uh, wildly easy quite um easily so i wasn't sure whether this would be really difficult or not when i made this i remember being concerned about it and then i put the thing down and we missed two weeks so it's been so long and i was like oh i don't remember what why this was dangerous now ah, we'll find out roll initiative um and it turns out that is pretty pretty that's a pretty crazy trait um i i have been in a combat encounter that just went on and on and on because we were in a scenario where we oh, had a regenerating I would have done that all and night. We, and uh, we couldn't figure out how to kill it. Yeah, it happens. Um, but uh, I, I, in my head, I was like, I guess they maybe have to like restrain it and then just leave. <laughs> like, what else could you do? I was like, maybe they'll, yeah. surely at some point they're going to pull out some rope or something and just tie it to a tree and leave. Like, I can't yeah. figure out another way to deal with like, it i've got cold time. damage but then just knowing that you have how to would do you that know? is insane yeah, yeah. I, I figured that we... oh, you might call for another like investigation or something you guys had already passed the two of you that passed your nature checks i was like okay at some point i'll deus ex them the <laughs> info it's, it's always an annoying <laughs> we... position to be in as a dm when you're mm -hmm. like oh by the way cold damage causes it you suddenly know this it's like oh it's kind of obvious i don't know we ended up uh, with the DM implementing a, like, similar to death saves. If it's stabbed enough times on the ground, then it doesn't come back. Yeah, I feel like it needs something like, like that. Like, no other sometimes. way out of the encounter. Yeah. And it was never getting anywhere. a turn either, because it would, like, yeah. I'm back. And we would just all have ready actions and just knock it down again. And yeah. Like, four or five turns of this before he decided to adjust the rules. At some point in the future, this thing is going to arrange its own cell games. Um, and <laughs> it's going to be... The craziest one shot. Tune in for that one. Um, yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. There's some fights that I find to be boring. Like there's like a thing called an animated armor, I think, which just has lots of HP and a high AC and just no damage output. So fights like that just go on forever and ever because mm -hmm. you just have can't do enough damage to it to make it go away. But it also isn't hurting you, so there's no threat. And those I feel like are a, a little more kind of dangerous. And this would have ended up in the same thing. But I assume you would have got creative. Instead, you can always go with do big fire, Merlin, and Merlin do big fire and fire burn forest down. Um, I'm really glad that we started a forest fire because it's something that I really, I'm glad <laughs> this happened this week so that it can go, it goes into my brain now. And I'm going to need that clipped. Environmental things happening as a consequence of certain powerful spells and things is just really fun. And I, I'm sure people have thought of it before and stuff, but Myth used it with us um, uh, last week on Spellwind. Spoilers if you haven't caught up. Um, and I was like, you know, why have I never really implemented that? I don't know if I have. Sometimes I do, but I think that's a really cool thing. It does make things a little more complicated, but, you know, D&D, man. Anything can happen if you want it to. And also, uh, I am blown away. I poisoned you on round one of this. 
I believe know? we are living in a simulation 100%. There's no way that's a coincidence. <laughs> oh, now it's you over, do? Though. Now? It's now? 100%. That was what did it. That's what sent me that over was the it. <laughs> That um, was what did it, really? <laughs> that was it. No, it wasn't really. We've been in it since 1999. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do a quick round of shout outs and everybody can go and do whatever you lot do. Um, wherever you do it, let's find out by starting with Brian, who is literally in the void now i am in the void <laughs> as you can see my setup is a little bit different and it will be changing although i don't know i might just stay in the void i don't hate I it. Like it it kind of like you're, you're darker than the overlay um yeah you know we have it's, void it's... magic there is something yeah. to do with the void in this campaign that merlin has tapped see? into so you know, that's you're... what i was doing you're... i this was intentional yes and uh it was an artistic choice and i'm glad that you caught on thank you and i'll be streaming at some point i still don't have a date set yet but soon very soon all right great all right what about you leah uh i'm not streaming from the void yay me um yeah i stream on twitch.tv forward slash leah which might as well be the void of all humor mm -hmm. um and i'll be live tomorrow and i think we're gonna have an after dusk episode tomorrow night um but who really knows it's a mystery to all of us find <laughs> so out tomorrow by tuning yeah. in to twitch.tv forward slash leah um what about you fairlight underscore excalibur where can people find Hi. you Hi, I'm Fairlight underscore Excalibur. Thanks, Brad. Um, I played Will for you today, and uh, and it's good to be back. You know, there was a hole in my life yeah. for the last two weeks, so it's uh, it's good to be back. You can catch me live every day at Twitch under that same name, uh, playing New World and Back for Blood lately, and I'm live pretty much every day in the U.S. evening times. Noise. And, oh, and I'm and I'm not streaming from the void. I'm. I've just You're embraced the mist entirely. In the mist, yeah. Even mm -hmm. though technically the party is back in civilized area, I personally am just, you know, here in the mist. Yeah. It's nice yeah. here. Well, Will has a weird link to the mist. It still fits. And the one person always green with envy. <laughs> always live streaming live from jealousy. It's <laughs> the Arix. Where can people Hi. find you and what you're doing and where and everything? I'm Dispy Eric. I play video games over on Twitch. I played Merlin for you today. Thanks for coming, everybody. I was really hoping that I could consume Merlin with one of these trolls because <laughs> that would have been fun. Seems appropriate, right? And then he could eat it from the inside out. But you know, if the villain one of those one of those awesome. things in my weird DM brain when I was putting it together, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna try and pick up Merlin, and eat him, then oh. and then just like three turns just be like merlin just can't do anything for three turns and then he bursts out of this thing's brain like that would have been awesome yeah. though i would have scared guinness away yeah. if merlin can't if merlin doesn't take any poison damage and he's inside the venom troll that's probably the safest place for him yeah. to be really all, been all good. yeah, yeah it lives been us all, all inside good. the troll yeah. and brad streams from the center of the sun every day that's where he is right now. Yep. Right. I um I hate it. I'm playing Bloodborne. I hate that game. <laughs> Come along and find out why. It's some of the reasons you think and other reasons. I hate it. 
it's just awful having to get up and stream a video game for money at the moment. And I know <laughs> what you're thinking, but just right now and right now alone, oh uh, it's killing me. Um, all right. So, so um, or anyway, so we, uh, we've been off for a couple weeks. I don't even know if we were here for the beginning of, uh, Leech. We have a new show, Vampire the Masquerade show on Sundays at the moment, which starts at, uh, 9am, 9pm UK time, which is 4pm Eastern, um, or whatever that translates to wherever you are. Um, Sundays, Ew. Leech, Vampire the Masquerade show, um, GM by Gaming FTL, Young Josh. Uh, I'm in that one as, lo as well as a bunch of other people. Um, that's been very fun to play. We have a D&D show on Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays that you can catch with Spellwind, Mistlight and Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. And we have a Harry Potter um, show based on a game system that Wax Steven himself invented. Uh, if you want to catch that on Tuesdays, Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, they're all on the YouTubes and they're on the uh, collections and playlists and things in all the things and stuff. Because I know a lot of people are watching this five years from now. Because that's how D&D works. It's crazy how many people watch things in the future on VODs and things. So mm. be aware that all those things are around. You know, we've all gone. We've all passed on. We're all aged. You're <laughs> okay. dead by now. Okay, Brad. We've all, all calm down. passed I'm... on because the year is three thousand and seventy-seven. Let me finish. Yep. And the and yet the mm -hmm. internet lives on. So if you want to watch those, uh, please check out all of the uh, good things. You can go to tablestory.tv and you'll find all the links and things. Um, and we'll see you in the Discord or on Mistlight after dusk tomorrow, maybe. Maybe. And Fairlight, final word from Fairlight. Oh, I was just going to say hello from 2021 and you took it dark real quick. Never mind. I'm out. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> it was like 26 words, Fairlight. All right. Thank you. I said final word. One word, Fairlight. Go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>